This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show Podcast. Barstool Talk Daily. Except it's really early in the morning and no booze. For the most part. Good morning and welcome everybody to the show for today. We thank you so much. It's always good to get a nice round of applause going. First thing in the morning. It's Friday, guys. The weekend's going to be here. We've got uh, comedian Greg Wilson who's going to come in later this morning. Greg Wilson uh, appearing at the El Paso Comic Strip this weekend. So, man who's been in a uh, number of TV shows and... Uh, movie appearances, and he used to do those, I don't know how to do, you know the thing where they, like I love the 80s, and they'd sit and talk about things that were popular oh, right. in the 80s, and uh, anyway, very recognizable face for television, and a Hanks High School graduate, Greg Wilson, is going to be coming by later. Uh, we've got neckline calls lined up, I've got a true crime report that we're going to get to, also an installment of Am I... The a-hole. Not me, but I know the way I said it kind of sounded like that. And uh, Joanna, uh, what mm-hmm. Sanchez coming in today? Yes, my personal correspondent for I, all things My Chemical Romance. Did she go out of town to see a My Chemical Romance show <laughs> yeah, recently? That was the show that she wanted me to be at her house to take care of her dog. Uh-huh, right. Not, <laughs> hey, come to the show with me. No, it was, hey, I'm going to go to the show (laughs) and see one of our favorite bands. But could you stay here and watch my dog? All right. So uh, Lisa's coming in to tell us about her her out-of-town experience going to see MCR. That's what you call my chemical romance if (laughs) you're really in the know. Uh, Miners are playing on Saturday. The first minor game of the season is a home game. It's against North Texas. Uh, We're going to talk to Steve Kaplowitz coming up later about that. So I'm looking forward to uh, getting back into the swing of things with football. And we've got Dallas Cowboys football tonight. We're going to start with the kickoff at 6 o'clock. Our broadcast starts at the kickoff. We want to make sure that we get in the Friday Weekend starter six pack at five, but uh, starting with kickoff at six o'clock tonight, Dallas Cowboys football on 95.5 KLAQ. During the game, Loudwire Nights will air as scheduled on the KLAQ mobile app. So if you want to stick with The Rock while the Cowboys are playing on KLAQ, 
The mobile app is where you can listen to Loudwire Nights. Then a week from Sunday, Cowboys open their regular season at home against the Buccaneers. Dallas Cowboys football on the queue is brought to you by Miller Lite, Comfort Zone Heating and Cooling, and Speaking Rock Entertainment Center. All right, let's get a preview of what we have. What else we have coming up on the show today, Joanne? I'm going to throw it back over to you and a look at entertainment news. What do we have coming up on that front? Well, Adam's family fans are coming to defense of Luis Guzman, who's going to be playing Gomez Adams in the new show Wednesday. It's coming to Netflix. Okay. Saying, Why would anybody ever have a problem with anything Luis Guzman does? Well, a He's lot of best. people are complaining. He's not that hot enough. To be Gomez Adams. And John Aston was? I, I mean, guess. John Aston was a fine actor, but I don't think he was considered a like a heartthrob. He's being compared a lot to the movie version. Uh, Raul Julia. Raul Julia, well, there we go. I mean, was Raul Julia necessary, necessarily the king panty dropper of the 90s? I don't think so. <laughs> <laughs> well, a lot of Adam's family fans are defending the decision to have Luis Guzman as Gomez Adams. Uh, okay. Well, I think, you know, for what my opinion matters, Luis Go- Guzman is a national treasure. He's and great, he's yeah. killed it in everything he's been in. The, those uh, posters, the movie posters, he looked sharp, right. I thought. Yeah. Uh, mm-hmm. Megan McCormick is going to have our news headlines, so uh, probably big news day today. What's coming up? Yeah, well, you know, it's it's pretty big news day, I would say. A defense lawyer is coming to the defense of embattled district attorney Yvonne Rosales, and we will hear from her. She was on KBIA last night. We'll hear what she said in defense of uh, Rosales. Also... In national news, California is voting to ban, well, I voted to ban the sale of gas powered cars by 2035. The judge has ordered the release of a redacted Trump affidavit. And, um, what else is going on today? Well, that, one more big story. That affidavit, uh, could be released anytime now, really. I mean, it's, it's already eight o'clock on the East Coast, so that could happen really just any minute now. But they're uh, they're thinking that there's got to be there aren't going to be any names in there. It's you know gonna, they're going to re- redact uh, anybody's name that might put them in danger. Uh, so and they're thinking that a lot of it might be uh, redacted. But it does seem to sound like uh, the former president is admitting that he re- not only retained but also concealed documents. I mean that seems to be something that he's acknowledging. That he did. So, yeah, some really big stories to talk about. Yeah, it's also National Dog Day. Go to Krispy Kreme. You can try that dog donut. Wait, wait, wait. A dog, like in the shape, a donut in the shape of a dog or, yes. a, do- or a donut no. made for your dog? Made for, you can get, a, I think, up to a six-pack of doggy donuts for your dog today at Krispy Kreme. Okay. Oh. Yeah. That's cute. Um, Until supplies last. Let's go get your dog donuts. They just like like turkey necks and stuff. Turkey necks, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> a get, delicacy for donuts. Yeah, they love them. <laughs> uh, here's an interesting story. Joe Pesci, who kind of had retired from movies for a period of, it seems like about 20 years that huh. Joe Pesci didn't what do movies. What is the last thing he was in? Well, The Irishman. 
Oh, he oh, was right, in that was Scorsese in that. Mm-hmm. straight to... Uh, I never watched that. Net, I think Netflix. Joe Pesci is making his return to network television. Well, to television. Everything's streaming now. To play Pete Davidson's grandpa on the Peacock <laughs> comedy series Bupkus. It also nice. stars Edie Falco as Pete's mom. I oh. love her. Joe Pesci hasn't been on a television series since he was the series lead in 1985 on a show called Half Nelson. Um, in 1999, he said he was retiring from acting, but he has done three on-screen roles since then. So in 22, 20, whatever, 23 years, Joe Pesci's only made three on-screen appearances. Most recently in The Irishman, which came out 2019. And uh, Nico, this entire time, has been sitting there quietly and patiently waiting to share <laughs> his preview of what's coming up on the show today. Absolutely. All right, Nico, what do we have coming up? Did you know four El Paso police officers, or their cars at least, had been hit in this one week by drunk drivers? Drunk drivers hitting police cars. Four different drunk drivers hit four different police cars. I think you're crying for help at some point where you, when you're a drunk driver and you're hitting a police car. It, like it you're trying to the get same person. I know, I know. Oh, yeah. But yeah, just definitely, like, right? Yeah. You know, it's like, take me in. Are the police officers okay? Yes, I believe they are okay. I should have asked that first. But it is kind of like a weird trend. If you're driving, well, first of all, don't drive drunk. Second of all, don't drive towards the flashing blue and red lights. Pull over. Pull over. <laughs> don't drive toward the lights. Yeah. Have you seen any of uh, She-Hulk, which is new uh, Marvel series that's on Disney Plus? No. I'm, I think okay. I'm getting rid of my Disney Plus. Really? Yeah. What's on there? I don't know. They're going to have some more Star Wars stuff. What's They're going to have there? Andor. Hmm. All the Disney stuff. Mm-hmm. I saw the first episode. Of She-Hulk? Yeah. Was it good? So they, it was hilarious. They've got Mark Ruffalo's been in both of the... I don't know if he's going to be in every episode, but they got him in, and he looks like movie Hulk, right? Mm-hmm. He looks like Hulk As from the movie. He mm-hmm. calls it Smart Hulk. Oh, I was going to ask, <laughs> is he Smart Hulk in yeah. this one? Okay. Mm-hmm. Every time they shed... The actress is really good. I can't remember off the top of my Tatiana head. Tatiana Mosley. Yeah, she's, she's really good. But when she turns into She-Hulk, for some reason, CGI it's is so much worse that she looks like... Princess Fiona. I'm going to come right out and say it. I don't know if I'm I the think first one. Some of the memes I've already compared. They, it, like even the way her her face moves and just it's the CGI. I'm she not putting any of her. Yeah, she looks older. like she looks like Fiona after she turned into Lady Shrek. Is exactly Get what she looks like. Get out, Miss Womp. <laughs> uh, new movie out today. Maybe you've seen this trailer. It's 3,000 Years of Longing. This is the one where Tilda Swinton gets a genie out of a bottle and the genie's Idris Elba. Have you seen the trailers for that one? Yeah. Yeah. Mm. What do you think? It's weird. Uh, It's directed by George Miller, who directed all of the uh, Mad Max movies. And we've got a lot coming up in sound clips. Well, let me ask you about this. Steve came in to tell us about this. I didn't know it was going to be a national news story. In South Carolina, Nico, the University of South Carolina, their mascot is the Gamecock. <laughs> they are I'm the, sorry? They're the South Car- University of South Carolina Gamecocks. <laughs> yeah, they are. <laughs> <laughs> right, right. So, all right. It's, that's funny, right? Yeah. Nobody can deny that that's freaking yeah, that's hilarious. hilarious. Is, can a, you- is a Gamecock an actual thing? Uh, yeah. It's like a, a rooster that fights other roosters, roosters to the too. death. 
Oh my god! <laughs> like Michael Vick did. <laughs> well, he was mostly dogs. Into dogs, right? Yeah. I don't know that he ever. It wasn't a game. Oh, that's dipped, right. He, he did do dogs. He might have dipped his toe in cockfighting. <laughs> Once again. Oh my god! This headline says South Carolina football fans are pushing to rename the mascot that, the Cock Commander. That's yep, right. That's, that's what, what we pushing. were getting to. Oh, I'm sorry. The USC Gamecocks <laughs> need a new name for the live rooster that they have as a mascot. <laughs> I guess they just have a mat. I guess they just have a rooster strutting up and down the sidelines, <laughs> or maybe they keep him in a cage. I don't know. Maybe somebody from South Carolina uh, could tell me. But a newspaper held a poll, and by far. The most popular choice for the name of the rooster at South Carolina games is Cock Commander. <laughs> Currently at 79% of the votes. Okay. Wow. Followed so by Cluck Norris at 5%. Cluck Norris. <laughs> right. That's good. That's Marco good. Pollo is also there. <laughs> Cock-a-doodle dude. <laughs> oh, my God. That's good. Um... Captain Cluck has gotten some votes, and so has Kickin' Chicken. Oh, the Kickin' Chicken. That one's good. But n- Cock Commander has 79% of the vote in South Carolina. Well, if we're going to go with the objectively funniest names, then yeah. Well, would you rather be called the Cock Commander or Cockadoodle Dude? I like Cluck Norris and Marco Pollo. <laughs> <laughs> Marco Pollo, cousin, Mexican cousin to the Cock Commander. Is it weird? I'm getting hungry right now. Like, these sound delicious. Uh, the- Talking about cocks makes you hungry? Well, kicking chicken. Okay. <laughs> Marco Pollo. Okay, so, so get a load of Marco Pollo. We have such a vast listening audience that I know there's somebody out there who's like totally into University of South Carolina sports. Uh, until recently, the live rooster for University of South Carolina was named Sir, <laughs> Sir Big Spur. Do you know what a spur is? Is that the thing on their chin? What? No, that's the thing on the leg where you, where the, that's the thing they used to fight with. So I can remember oh. the notable thing about South Carolina sports mascot was that or cock in it. It was always the funniest thing. And now I'm realizing it's like, wait a minute, their mascot is l- literally like a an animal blood sport. It's cock fighting. Yeah. yeah. And they would put like little knives on their uh, feet, on right? On their yeah. feet, right, yeah. Uh, the school will announce Sir Big Spur's new name sometime before the September 3rd season opener. So that's not far off. They're going to have their uh, season opener coming up before the miners do, for sure. Um, so anyway, yeah, they're the Gamecocks, and they do totally refer to them as the Cox for short, all the time. Uh, we've got a lot <laughs> coming up on the show today. Uh, Greg Wilson will be dropping by later. It's Friday, so the weekend's almost here. Weekend is here. It is. Let's go insane, darling. We just love. It's Friday. Hey, everybody, Friday's here. A Friday smile, because I can tell. Your job this past week, well, it's frankly been hell. You just love the end of the week. That's when it's all over and finally break free. Oh, no, it ain't been fun. No.
it's Friday. Thank God it's Friday. 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 I'm Veronica Gonzalez. You know what you need to get through. Comedian Greg Wilson on the way this morning. Lisa Sanchez is dropping by. Ooh. I was very confused yesterday, but she explained to me that she needs to come in and <laughs> describe what happened at the My Chemical Romance concert that she went to in Oklahoma. What happened? But I'll find out. You'll find out in entertainment. Now, does she want to do this because she knows you're from Oklahoma and maybe no, she no, saw no, some no. weird no. Oklahoma I, thing? I had no. a story that involved My Chemical Romance and the Oklahoma show, and Lisa went to that show. So I thought, oh, wouldn't it be cool if I called her up? You know, she's my correspondent <laughs> for the show. Yeah. And then she was like, I'll just come in. Right. She's so, uh, our woman on the ground. Yes. I, I guess so. I wonder if she's still, like, crowd surfing and mosh pitting and stuff. Stage Actually, diving. she was telling me about it. She was like, I wanted to leave early. I was cranky. Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, she used to mix it up in the in the mosh pit uh-huh. back in the glory days. In the glory days. <laughs> That's right. Uh, Cowboys flyaways. Listen, we've got Cowboys football coming up. It's Friday. Uh, we're going to start with kickoff at 6 o'clock. 6 o'clock on 95.5 KLAQ. And we're going to give away once the uh, regular season starts, uh, which is, I think, a week from Sunday, right? Regular season starts thir- actually Thursday. Well, uh, yeah, but the, yeah, for but the Cowboys. Cowboys, September 11th. Yep. Uh, Dallas Cowboys touchdown flyaways are back. KLAQ wants to send you and a guest to a Cowboys game for free. It's powered by Miller Lite. And it includes air trip, airfare for two, hotel, two tickets to the game. Oh, but that's not all. You get a Cowboys meet and greet and a special tailgate. Here are a few of the places you could register to win around town. At any comfort zone heating and cooling, there are four locations in El Paso, including Silla Bassett Center, and Sunland Park Mall. Uh, so sign up at any of the four comfort zone heating and cooling locations in town. Also, Upper Valley Urgent Care at 121 East Red Road and Border City Ale House. You can find them at 1506 North Lee Trevino. Must be 21 or older and a Texas resident to win. But uh, sign up and we're going to give away a trip for every home game. The Dallas Cowboys touchdown flyaways. Powered by Miller Lite, special arrangements by 915 Tours, and courtesy of 95.5 KLAQ. Get full details in every place you can sign up and rules at klaq.com. Nico, you're going to have a, an Am I the A-Hole scenario coming up for us this morning? Yes, I right. am. We're going to have that on the way. Why don't we go ahead and get into our true crime report for this Friday morning? Don't ever take things that don't belong to you. Never. It's 
against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. It's against the law. Oh my God. We gotta work on that, guys. I thought we were sounding pretty good today. Stop breaking the law! That song should have been illegal. So tell me if this is just a meat cute or is it something that belongs on somebody's permanent criminal record, okay? <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. Nico, do you know what a meat cute is? Yeah, it's like the story of how two people met and usually it's a moment that is very well, cute. This, this in, involved a young couple who went out on a first date last Wednesday uh, and found out that they were both piano players, but they didn't have piano. 20-year-old Sebastian Spencer and 19-year-old Danielle Salvato were on their first date. They discovered they were both pianists. So one of them suggested they knew a church that was unlocked where they could find a piano and play it together. Okay. The first church they went to had a door with a broken lock, so they went right on inside, found a piano, and played the piano for about 30 minutes. And then she went to work on his organ after that. <laughs> no, I don't. No, no, that's not true. That's not true. I mean, it could be. I don't know. That alone might not have gotten them in too much trouble, but on their way out, they decided to steal four Bibles as souvenirs, oh, along so with a thieves. along with a set of drumsticks and the church's collection plate. <gasps> okay, there so was, they were like, "You play piano too? Me too. You steal? Yeah. Me too." The collection plate was just the plate. It wasn't full of money or anything. <laughs> they just took the plate. They just took the plate. <laughs> like, is the it, money? That's why I'm asking so, you. Is this a meat cute or is this something that belongs on a permanent record? <laughs> Security <laughs> cameras got it all on video, if you're wondering. The pastor called police the next morning. Sebastian and Danielle confessed to the whole thing. Well, it was handy. They were in church already, so... <laughs> <laughs> They admitted it was a dumb idea, but they're facing charges for felony burglary oh and misdemeanor theft. I, I'm going to say if there's no like serious priors, maybe they maybe they let them skate on this. You know, yeah, it's not like they, they were breaking winter. Yeah, you know, it's, God's house is open. Listen, I mean, God. playing music for the Lord. <laughs> Maybe don't and steal do, the Bibles. Does but. it sound like they... Well, look, most churches are happy to give away a Bible. Right. If they think somebody wants a Bible. Right. The drumsticks are going to cost you under 10 bucks, And the church's collection plate doesn't seem like it's irreplaceable. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. I'm going to call it just a good, wholesome, meat cute that went a little too far. I, I agree. Yeah? I'm Joanna, with you, Buzz. Your call? With you, Buzz. Mm, I guess not. <laughs> you, you two guys have really good points. <laughs> <laughs> they just stole the plate, though. There was no money on it. They were like, this is a nice plate. No, you think they leave Maybe. the money laying around? They As soon as that they get that plate out of the sight of the congregation, that money's going in a vault in the wall, probably. Mm -hmm. And the police are like, this is why we don't leave our churches unlocked. Check your locks. They interviewed one of the men who tied up and robbed Kim Kardashian back in 2016 in Paris. Do you remember that story? Mm -hmm. Yeah. 
And he is saying in the interview that he doesn't feel bad at all because she was just like being so flashy with her wealth. It was like she was asking for it. <laughs> um, Vice News spoke to one of the 12 older men. So these guys, I guess, were like in their 50s and 60s. Oh he was God. arrested for the crime. And he says he's not sorry. Yunus Abbas says Kim Kardashian kind of asking for it back in 2016 as she was constantly showing off her wealth on social media. Here's a quote from Eunice who says, I saw one of her shows where she threw her diamond in the pool in an episode of Keeping Up with the Kardashian. I thought, she's got money to just throw away. This lady doesn't care at all. Further, he says, since she was just throwing money away, I was there to collect it. Guilty? No, I don't care. <laughs> He oh says, I don't gosh. care. No regrets. He added, celebrities should be a little less showy towards people who can't afford it. For some people, it's provocative. I mean, her diamond earring fell off in the ocean. It didn't. She didn't throw a diamond. Was in there the an episode pool, where she threw a diamond in the no, pool? No. Okay. Her, I, I, he's talking about when her diamond earring, I think, fell off in the ocean after he she got married to the basketball Chris guy. And, you know, the famous meme, I think Courtney's like, there are people that are dying, Kim, or whatever. <laughs> you know, I think that's what he's talking yeah. about. Just correcting the facts on that one. <laughs> Great Kardashian impersonation. God, I love the way, way Megan yeah. does it. Yeah, that's pretty good. Her Kim voice. I'll, be, I'll, I'll do that from now on for sure. I would be honored. Thank you. An in, impression for me. In, in, <laughs> in Indiana, a man tried to carjack multiple people last week. This was on Friday. It sounds like it sounds like a level of Grand Theft Auto in real life. A guy in southern Indiana tried to carjack multiple people on Friday night. Last Friday, ended up getting hit by a car instead. Not once, but twice. Oh, got no. hit by two oh, cars. My gosh. Police in Evansville, Indiana, got a call about some sort of fight. Evansville is in the southwest corner of the state. And by the way, if you've never traveled through Indiana, southern Indiana... You would think you were in southern Mississippi, Mississippi or Alabama. Yeah. It turned out the man was trying to take someone's truck, but when police got there, he gave up and ran out into the road. That's when he was looking for another car to steal. And then he was hit by the first car. He wasn't seriously hurt. But while police were trying to help him, he jumped up, ran out into the road again, Looking for another car to steal. Got hit a second time. My man. Oh, my goodness. Double karma there. Clearly, this guy hasn't really played Grand Theft Auto. Or you know what you got to do is you got to hit a hooker with a crowbar and throw the body at the police. <laughs> That's not how you steal a car. The second time, the man got hit by a semi semi-truck. But somehow, he still wasn't seriously injured. Police took him to a hospital to get checked out and then took him to jail. Wow. Next on our true crime report, I've got some audio stories that I want to share with you. These are stories that have accompanying uh, auto. A Florida man was arrested. He was pulled over and he was caught attempting to throw something underneath a police car during the traffic stop. John Schneider, not the guy who played Bo Duke on the Dukes of Hazzard, yeah. different guy, was caught dropping a, a bag that turned out to be meth 
underneath the deputy's vehicle. The cops see it, they call it, and you can even hear the guy's girlfriend when she realizes that they saw what happened. Put your hands behind your back and do it now. He just dropped the bag and it looks like dope. Oh, man. <laughs> You're obviously not free to go. <laughs> Oh man! You know you. You're obviously not free to go. Our next story is a man in Georgia was in Walmart on Sunday when the loaded gun he was carrying slipped out of his waistband. He tried to catch the gun, but he fired one shot that hit himself and three other people. Despite. This, everyone should be okay, but the man is facing reckless conduct charges. Um, here is Sergeant Akeem Turnbull of the Georgia police and a Walmart customer explaining what happened uh, and how four people ended up getting shot. He had a loaded firearm that was not in a holster in his waistband that fell. He uh, attempted to grab the firearm and while handling the firearm, discharge, it struck himself in the leg. The bullet ricocheted and subsequently struck three other patrons that were inside the business. I can't believe anybody would walk around carrying a gun without a host anyways, regardless of the laws. That doesn't make sense. That thing where you see in movies where people put a gun in their waistband, you see that in movies, and sometimes they're not wearing a belt. Sometimes they're even wearing... Yeah, they look gym, really cool. Gym shorts. That, that, that looks no, super cool. That, don't do that. Like, if that I had a gun, safe. that's how I would probably hold mine. And if it falls out of your pants, should you try and catch well, it? Well, look, unless it was some kind of modified gun that, that for a hair trigger, like any... Any gun that's not an antique or something. That just fell. It's just going to fall. It's, it's not, not going to go off when it hits the ground. What sounds like happened was the guy reached for it. And when he, he did that, it. he grabbed the trigger. So don't stick your gun in your waistband, no matter how cool it looks in movies. Although they do make inside the right. waistband holsters for something oh, like that. Oh, yeah. well, get one of those then. Another story, a Massachusetts man is accused of spraying several people with bear spray outside a restaurant. Allegedly, the bear spray sprayer, John Cahill, was angry that a group of people had crossed in front of his vehicle while he was driving. Hmm. He followed them and sprayed multiple people in front of the restaurant with bear repellent. Oh. <laughs> We've got uh, Police Chief Philip Roberts. And a patron of the restaurant breaking down what happened. The patrons continued to walk towards the restaurant where the male followed them in his vehicle and got out of his car and confronted the group that was crossing the road. You just don't know what people are going to do and how they're going to react. It also has a real high, fast rate of delivery compared to the OC that's designed to be used on humans. As you can imagine, when you're trying to spray a bear that's uh, attacking you or... You, you want the high level with a large animal like that. It's a lot more concentrated and the delivery is faster. That sounds terrible. Buzz. But he was upset that they walked in front of his vehicle. It sounds like he was in a parking lot of a restaurant. You're supposed to let them go by, right? Or yeah, driving. you're not in the middle of the, of the highway. But you've got to have some bear spray back there, Buzz. <laughs> Do I you have ha bear spray? You had to order this at some point, right? If not, maybe we should. Probably have some. Is something. that our next uh, Amazon order? <laughs> bear spray? So is it supposed to repel bears or... Attract them. Attract bears. Yeah, repel. Repel, okay. Yeah. 
What bear, I've never heard of bear attractor. <laughs> Honey? <laughs> <laughs> the worst product ever. Belt bear, bear attractor. attractor. <laughs> got a story here about a uh, man who set a gas station on fire because he didn't like the way his cigars smelled that he had just bought there. Been there. If you're buying cigars from a gas station, you're probably not buying the best. Those are probably not the highest quality cigars. They might be cigarillos. Man in Detroit went to a gas station early Tuesday and got a pack of Swisher Sweets. Mm. There you go. Swishers. I, I think Swisher Sweets are the cigars that are most likely to get cut open have all the tobacco dumped out and weed put inside and then smoked. How do you know that? those are the number one Why? blunt. Because they're so cheap. Oh, how do you know that? I, Yeah, I smoked Swisher Sweets oh, before. Oh. Yeah. And I mean, cut out the insides? No, no, no. Just smoke the Swisher Sweets. <laughs> but I know that, that a lot of people get them with all kinds of different flavors. So you're, I know how you criminal elements work out there. <laughs> uh, so the guy got a pack of Swisher Sweets. When he lit up, he didn't like the smell. He said that the cigar smelled like it had cologne on it. He went to the clerk, wanted to get his money back. The clerk refused his money. <laughs> the clerk told the guy, you're the only one wearing cologne. <laughs> In a way, he said, you're probably smelling your own yeah, upper lip. Yeah. Yeah. So the man went outside, filled a bucket with gas, opened the door... Dumped the gas inside and lit the place on fire. Oh my gosh. The clerk was able to escape and no one was injured. Police have a suspect in custody. As you might expect, the gas station suffered a severe torching. So, that man likes the swishers. Those are all of our stories today on the True Crime Report. Dealing with here is a complete lack of respect for the law. A deal in crime and that kind of thing. I owe my life of crime to the fact that I was a dropout. Just last week a guy pulled a knife on me. I could see it wasn't a real professional job. There was butter on it. I can get away with it. Like the crime of the century. The crime of the century. What was the man's crime? In his daring life of crime made him a legend in his time. East and west of the Rio Grande. The morning show that's live and local. The best. This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show is brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, corner of Dyer and Monroe. You can find them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. They've been sponsored the show now for a few months, and every time I read it, I'm thinking, yeah, maybe I'm going to do it. Maybe I'm going to go in and get my like my first, first tattoo. <laughs> Are you going to get like a tattoo of a bigger wang over your wang? <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> That's what I would get. I mean, I look at this big wang. It's an optical illusion. The, the big shadow. Yeah. The, the problem is you have to have a big palette to make a big <laughs> And it's called pumping ink. It sounds like there are a bunch of weightlifters. Yep. That, okay, look, I... 
I don't need to be intimidated. <laughs> like that, they seem like they would double into with tattoos and their weightlifters. Pumping I, I, ink. I, I thought like, that's a cool. I name. feel like no, I love it. it I just would feel, a squid. I would feel like such a beta going in there. <laughs> right. I'd be like, guys, can you teach me how to put on weight and look look like a badass? That'd be great. I think if I were ever going to get a tattoo, I'd do like the guy who got the uh, the computer chips implanted in his skin so he can start his Tesla with his hand and stuff. Mm. Oh, wow. He's like Iron Man. You get a tattoo of like a QR code. Somebody, you know, QR yeah. code, they scan it. Oh, and that would just take them to my website. To or your website? Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I love it. You, yeah, there's going to be some kind of function. You better never lose that QR code. Like, you better never. Pretty soon you just have something to do a porn site on. They're like, yeah, they lost the access and they took it over. I'm surprised somebody hasn't done that. Has anybody ever tattooed? I'm, su- I'm sure yeah. somebody's tattooed a QR that. code we'll somewhere research. on their body. Yeah. Greg Wilson is here. Greg Wilson is yes. one of the, my favorite comedians. Thanks, one of El Paso's favorite comedians. One of the most divisive comedians. We really? have on the air. Yeah, oh, yeah. Because people love you so much. But then there are some that are like, oh, that guy, his voice is too loud. I know. I am. It's I really. A, it's a stage voice. Yeah. <laughs> I only go to 11, bro. I only go to 11. <laughs> and I'll tell you what, I, I do. I wish I knew. I, gosh. And I catch myself so many times, like, bring it, especially since, you know, the health, since the heart attack. I catch oh, myself God. hitting 11, and I have to be like, Greg, bring it. <sighs> Like, I have to bring it down. And this happens a lot during my show. I'll feel myself ramping up. I'll be like, easy, buddy, easy. Throttle down, buddy, throttle down. I I saw on social media, on other people's social media, that I guess, Greg, you had a heart attack scare back, what was it, like around the holidays? No, 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 it was in March. Oh, it was in March. It was in March, yeah. Okay. So. And then, so, you know, I want to And I tell a, the whole story on stage now. It's I wanted story. to send a message, but then I'm like, well, how do you start? You know, hey, sorry about your heart attack. I said, I'll, <laughs> hey, I'm glad you're I'm alive glad to read you're this. Alive. <laughs> I hope that you're alive by the time this reaches you. Yeah. Tell me the story about the heart attack because it sounds terrifying. Well, you know, ultimately... I I I I guess I'm very lucky because I live very close to Cedar Sinai, and not every hospital in the world has a stent team like just waiting, you know, just right there. Like I was probably the thirteenth stent they've done. Literally, they came in, did mine, and then he's like, "You're gonna live," and just disappeared like a ghost. (laughs) He was like, "We have two more behind you," foosh, and he was just gone. And I was like, "Was that a real person?" So it was. It was a you know, it's a very dramatic experience. But at the same time, you know, it's not like I don't know what I did. You know? <laughs> right, you know. I'm kind of a victim of my own choices. I mean, I know I lived. I, like lived in, I didn't stash baby aspirin all over my house because I didn't think I'd never have a heart attack. <laughs> I stashed baby aspirin all over the house because I walked around going, oh, is that it? <laughs> Give it some baby aspirin. And in fact, that baby aspirin probably saved my life because when it started, I was like, let me just take some baby aspirin. And I think that probably bought me the time that it took for the paramedics to come. And But, you know, living living that central, you know, in, in Los Angeles, the med, you know, we called called the ambulance at 8, and I had a stent in my heart by 840. Wow. Which is a remarkable uh, accomplishment. It's a testament to how fast they work there. Um, but, I mean, you know, it, it, here's the thing. Okay, so I ate too much, I drank too much, and I smoked too much weed. So, and and I knew I needed to turn the ship around, but, like, I could, I could stop, I could eat less, and then the drinking and smoking would skyrocket. Mm-hmm. So I would then bring the drinking down, and then the food would skyrocket. Right. And so it was like this whack-a-mole game where I can never control all three at once. <laughs> and then you have a heart attack. It's like, I guess I'll just have some. Let me just get some oatmeal. Does it really? Does it really make you oh, change your, well, there are your two lifestyle? Kinds of, yeah, there are two kinds of patients. There's the kind that make the changes, the kind that don't. 
and that's it. You either make the changes or you're going to be back in, you know, six years. So, um, so you know, you you got to do what you got to do. So, El Paso, I'm back, and I'm going to be annoying you for another 20 years, baby. You can't kill me. Only I can kill me. Cody O'Dell is here. Hello, Cody. Yeah, good morning. Have How you, are you? Have you performed a lot uh, on the same bill with Greg before? I, yeah, yeah. We've, we've done, what, like uh, three, four? Three or four shows. Different, really different weeks here. I, we met originally, uh, I'm no longer dating this El Paso girl, but I used to come out here for Christmas time. And uh, yeah, we, we ended up being friends. And I always come for the holidays. I usually come for the holidays too. Yeah. And that's so why that's I miss why. you so much is because sometimes you'll come in because you wouldn't be here and Bart will hook it up so it's over the holidays. Right, or whatever. Well, guess when here, I'm yeah. out of town. Right. Over the yeah. holidays. Exactly, right. exactly. I would always be like, hey, are you? He's like, I'm out of town yeah. this week, and so I wouldn't be able to do it's, the show. It's New Year's, dude. I'm yeah. out of town. Yeah. <laughs> and I'm like, well, I'm making triple my rates. <laughs> Where are you from, Cody? Uh, I live in Austin, actually. Oh, cool. Yeah. Yeah, good comedy. Scene. Yeah. Growing. I mean, yeah. Like exploding. The it's exploding yeah. comedy. It's scene. like Rogan came and then brought all the terrible L.A. comics with him, and it's, yeah. And let me tell you something. Everyone in L.A. is like, see you guys. <laughs> yeah. Don't come back! Don't come back! No. Cody, did you say Rogan brought all the terrible comics yeah. from L.A.? I mean, they all followed. They followed him. They fo- it was like a flock of terrible open micers that just inundated what? Austin because he encouraged them to, or they no? Were just because like he on. because they don't have their own personality. Like, you're not talking about Joey Diaz or anybody. No, 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 no. no, no I no. saw Joey was on that Sopranos movie. They made yeah. Joey the father of the guy that everybody always told him he looked like. I can say this right. The character? Yeah. Big Pussy. Yeah. No. He was I don't big know. Pussy. You tell me. <laughs> it's your show. Why are you asking me? Did you see it? Did you see it? I've got standards and practice. <laughs> oh. You're going to ask the filthiest comedian you know right. if you can say Big Pussy. So I'm going to say, say Bigger Pussy. I don't care. There was Joanna, before you freak out, there was a character on the... Are you all right, I Joanna? got it. I, I got it. It's fine. And his name was... I, yes. Okay. I understand. Are you saying just don't go crazy? With Don't it. go crazy, right. but it's okay. Well, anyway, Joey Diaz, who I've known for like 25 years. Okay, you know I want to go crazy. Big- <laughs> Big, vi- I don't even. It's probably worse if I use a don't. Yeah, don't, 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 don't use the clinical the word, term. Yeah. <laughs> giant labia. <laughs> he played giant labia. Maybe I'm a say, joke. We can say that though, right? That's just yeah. yeah that's a medical term. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, Joe. <laughs> Joey goes way Let's back. Let's just go anyway. through words. Can we? Can we not? Like, oh no! Here we go. <laughs> penis wrinkle. Can we say penis wrinkle? Yeah, I think that's fine. Right. Yeah. yeah, I think okay. that's good. Can we say, <laughs> Joanna? Do you have the uh, Do you have the beeper fully juiced? <laughs> ready to go? <laughs> Will, Wilson's in town. He's setting it up. Give me another one. Uh, look, uh, no, I, 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 okay. you're I really am. Control. Now I think we're, yeah. we're going to get into choppy waters. Uh, Greg, you see on TV all the time. Uh, sometimes it's just a real treat when I'm watching a show and Greg pops up on it like up, upload. Upload, yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Can I tell you, I was supposed to go back and do, do more episodes. They hired me to come back to do upload. They're like, you know, uh, uh, Greg Daniels has this great idea for Greg's character. We want him to come up. And at this point, they moved the shoot from L.A. to Canada. 
Because uh-huh. this is still a little like in that COVID transition yep. time. So they were shooting in Canada. They're like, Greg, can, can Greg come up? And they're like, and my agent was like, of course, Greg would love to, to come up. So I was scheduled to go up on this Monday. And they were like, you know what? Uh, Greg Daniels really wants him to come back, come up on Friday so he could do the table read. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, he's already booked to shoot this other pilot uh, on, on that week through Friday. But he could be there on Monday. They're like, okay, cool. Let me just run that by <laughs> Greg Daniels. <laughs> then they come back and they're like, yeah, they wrote him out of the script. (laughs) (laughs) Do you you regret that? Yes, very much so, because the other show didn't go. The the other show that you sacrifice that yes. for. Which cost me another show as well because I was on a contract and they hadn't decided yet if they were going to make the show and Disney wanted me for a different show uh, that's out that actually is out right now called Ultraviolet. They wanted me to be the dad on that show and but Nickelodeon wouldn't let me out of the contract for the other one so then they cast a buddy of mine from the ABC show we did together called uh, United We Fall and they cast him as the dad and then two weeks later Nickelodeon cut me from the other show. Maybe this will make you feel a little better. Second season of Upload, not as good as it isn't, is it? I know. I'm like, he's really pushing his son. He's trying to push his son in every scene. Wait, the redheaded kid. The redheaded kid is Is Greg Greg Daniel's Daniel's son. son. Yes, that's why he's in Space Force. That's why he's in every scene of Upload. He's trying to ram his son down America's throat. Uh huh. Well. I'm trying to picture which one is he like the annoying friend? No, no, he's Who, the one. He's like uh, the like made uh, like the host guy in the hotel that oh, does yeah, everything. Yeah, 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 the host the guy kid. that does everything. Yes, he's not. He's good. He plays a baby at one point. He plays. That's yeah, he's all right. No, right. he's fine. Listen, he's a great kid too. By the way, he's a great kid. But it seems like the whole show came about became about showcasing him. You know, oh, don't you hate it when you really like a show the first season yeah. and then the second season just kind of falls flat? Like, I feel like oh, a lot of shows are that way. I, I feel like they, they they really only plan for that first season. So they put all their great ideas into that because you don't know if you're getting a second season. So they put everything. Then they got the second season. They have three months to come up with. You know, I mean, that show, they've probably been germinating for a decade in their mind right. with all these various little things, used them all in the first season. And now they got to come up with something in three months for the second season. So there tends to be a tremendous yeah. drop off. You see it in albums, too, that. <laughs> the sophomore slump. That's right. Like, yeah. So uh, you can see uh, Greg Wilson and Cody Odell at the El Paso Comic Strip. I think Jibs might be emceeing. This yeah, week. he is. Yeah, He's Jibs, so great. Jibs I love great. Jibs. Uh, let's take a break. We're going to come back and get into it more. We got phone calls and a whole lot more uh, coming up. Speaking of Rogan, I guess he did an interview with Mark Zuckerberg sure did. yesterday, and. I feel like that's one I really need to. It's like three hours, so he talked about Hunter Biden's laptop and the story. And why they didn't? Facebook, why, why they didn't cover the, the story? Days. Why they deprioritized yeah. the in my post? The dark web is going to go wild with this. I'm I gotta sure. Tell you, yeah. As I'm as I'm hearing all that stuff about Hunter's laptop and stuff, <laughs> all I'm thinking is that really does sound like a Russian plant job. Whether it was or not, it really sounds like it was something. They were trying to sneak in there. So I'm, I'm interested to hear what they talked about. For You think Rogan got Zuckerberg to smoke weed? I don't Absolutely know. not. I mean, no. Yeah, I don't think he would. I don't think lizards smoke weed. So. <laughs> <laughs> they probably like put it in his ear to try and inhale. He yeah. does yeah, look like he's an AI version of himself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's yeah. videos of him with his eyes, and I swear they're I, like... I really think they perfected AI, and he, it's just a robot they're sending out because the eyes don't yeah. bleed. And even like, his motions yeah. are like a robot sometimes. I'm telling you, it's an AI robot that he sends out. That they perfected it. He has all the money in the world. That's uh, all he's been doing. Let's totally take a break right. more with Greg Wilson <laughs> Coming up, more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show for your Friday ahead right after this. I love the morning show. Coming back, five, four, three, two. 
This hour of the Buzz Adams Morning Show brought to you by Pumping Ink Tattoo, corner of Dyer and Monroe. They're just moments away from Fort Bliss. You can follow them on social media or at PumpingInkTattoo.com. That's PumpingInkTattoo.com. Greg Wilson is here. You can see uh, Greg Wilson, who graduated from Hanks, right? Yeah, Hanks yeah. High School. The Hanks High School. Class of 89! <laughs> Cody O'Dell also, and uh, our buddy Jibs, part of the show. Yeah. Big line up this week. Yeah, you yeah. guys had a show last night, We right? did. Yeah. Great okay. show last night. Uh, you're going to see some really funny comedy uh, with Greg Wilson this week. If you're lucky, he might end up throwing coins at your <laughs> butt. At your butt. There you go. <laughs> Look, uh, what's that on your Instagram? It's on my Instagram and my TikTok. So, yeah, so check out Greg's. Funny. Yeah, at, really at Greg funny. Romero Wilson, uh, both of them. And uh, please follow me on TikTok because I got into the game a little late. <laughs> and I'm a couple million followers behind everybody else. So, uh, but yeah, it's up there on both. And it's a it's a yeah, wild. Yeah, yeah. You've never seen really, anything really like funny. it. Really, really funny. You just dropped a big bombshell right before we came out. You were going to be on Barry, and then you got cut out of Barry. Yeah. Barry on uh, on HBO. HBO, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is a super. It's hit a great show. show. Right That's now. the only reason because it wasn't a big part. It was just a one scener, and my agent was like, "I know this is just one scene." He goes, "But I also feel like it's a show you're going to want to do." And I'm like, "What show yeah. is it?" He said, Barry. "Barry," and I'm like, sure. "I want in." Yes, absolutely, I'll do it. I'll do it. So they, you know, I send it a little reel, a little tape, and and of course they're like, "Yes, they love you." So they bring me in, and he, and I wanted to, especially because Bill was directing this episode. Okay, okay. Was your scene going to be with Hater? No, my scene was not. I thought was I was it with hoping, NoHo Hank. Uh, that's the only I, way it would listen, be better. Okay, you know the new investigator. That that comes in that was in the war with him that ends yeah. up okay yeah, that, the office was, guy which, right. when he first shows up I'm the first guy he interacts with at the LAPD okay that is the scene okay he shows up and he's like I'm here to talk to so and so and I'm like yeah well, who are you you know so it's this little exchange we have um so I wanted to do it specifically to meet Bill Hader. I wanted to work. I, and this show is one of my favorite shows. So we go in there. We go in there. And they first of all, okay, I, I'm playing a desk cop. I'm the reception cop in the scene. But, of course, wardrobe has me in all the gear. Okay, a full belt of gun and 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 handcuffs and all this stuff okay. that is very hard to sit in. <laughs> like it's jamming itself into my body. And I'm like and the desk is at my chest. <laughs> and I'm like no one's going to see this. And the costumer's like it keeps it real and it just leaves it. And I'm like it hurts. Okay, so I'm sitting there in pain. And the director of photography comes up, the DP comes up, and he's like, all right, guys, let's go ahead. Let's go ahead and rehearse it. Let's go ahead and rehearse it. I'm looking around for Bill. I'm like, where's Bill? I guess he's in Video Village, maybe. I don't know where he is. So I'm sitting there, and he goes, let's just rehearse it. Let's line it up. All right, cue background, blah, blah, blah. We shoot it. We do it. The guy comes in. The guy, and he goes, all right, cut. That's good. That's good. Listen, this time, background, you guys stop right there. You guys go over here. You guys were great. Let's just do that one more time. It's like, cool. So we do it one more time, and I think we're just rehearsing. <laughs> And then he goes, that was... Because Hater's not on set. Exactly. The director's not there. So I'm like, okay, great. Um, when are we going to shoot? And he goes, that's a wrap on Greg. <laughs> and and then like, the scene cut, and then they cut the scene. And I'm like, wait, what just happened? I was like, where's Bill? I thought Bill was directing this episode. He goes, oh, yeah, he won't be here until this afternoon. Uh, and that was it. And then they were just tearing everything down. And I was like, 
I guess I'll just go Did back. Did you get to meet Henry Winkler? So, nope. I, did, I, I just met that one dude and then, you know, the crew and staff and that was about it. And and then, of course, and then, of course, I was, I was like, see me tonight on Barry. <laughs> you, you told all your totally, friends. Totally. And then I'm watching it. I'm like, I got cut from Barry. That's what. <laughs> see, I would totally back a law that says if you if an actor films a scene and you cut it, you need to let the actor know. Yes, it would have so been nice to So they can tell know. their family, it, yeah, yeah. I'm not going to be on yeah. That also happened. It's so stupid, too. This one was really dumb because I was also uh, in that show, um, How We Roll, the new uh, Pete Holmes show. Okay. That was on CBS where he plays a bowler. Okay. So Pete I, Holmes did Crashing. Was a yeah, real, yeah, yeah, yeah. Real... So this was the sitcom on the new sitcom, I, I believe, was on CBS. So, uh, so I do the opening scene where I play the boss that fires him, that allows him to go on now, that it makes him pursue his dream of being a bowler. Okay, so we have this big intro scene. Everybody's dying. Everybody loves it. It's going great. And of course, I know I've known Pete for decades. We started out together back in New York. So he's like, "Oh my God, Greg!" And I'm like, Pete, whatever. We have this great scene, and they're like, "You guys want to improvise one?" We improvise one. We have all this fun. Blah blah blah. Okay, then I have the heart attack. Yeah. Okay. So then, okay, so I have the heart attack. I think it was like on a Friday. And so, uh, or no, it was on Thursday. But then I'm back home on Saturday. And at this point, you know, my my wife has told certain people that it has happened. And the word is spread. So now my phone's blowing up. So I'm like, okay, I need to just go ahead and put this out there. Let everybody know this happened. But Okay. But that Sunday was the Sunday that Will Smith oh, smacked. Chris Rock. Uh, and I'm like, the well, Sunday I, after your heart attack. Yeah, that's Were you Sunday. recovered enough to enjoy it? Uh, of course. <laughs> but I'm like, I'm like, well, I'm not going to compete with this. <laughs> I'm not going to put out my statement on the same <laughs> night. That, that all this and, is and then everyone right. does all anybody. And I'm also outraged at putting out my statement about, you know, you can't attack comedians. So <laughs> here I'm from my deathbed, like when you attack a comedian, <laughs> being an old man. And so then, uh, so, so I had to wait. And so then, of course, I'm in recovery and I'm tired. I don't want to do anything. So come Thursday now is coming the premiere of How We Roll. And I'm like, I should put a thing out there. But I also haven't said anything about the heart attack yet. So I did a combo post. (laughs) (laughs) By the way, guys, yes, I had a heart attack. I'm fine. I'm home recovering. But also, look, see me tonight on How We Roll on CBS. Because I didn't want to do two posts. I was in recovery. I was very tired. Wait, did you get cut from How We Roll? And then we're watching the show. And I got cut from that. <laughs> and I'm like, what are you trying to kill me? <laughs> no. There was a uh, show that you were a series regular on. I guess like a, one of the series leads. Yeah, I was. Adam Scott. Yeah, the back end of the show. Yeah. And uh, uh, Craig, Craig Robinson. Robinson yeah. I knew you were on it. So yeah. I was like, I'm going to do my part. I'm going to tune in and watch yeah. it. And it wasn't terrible. No. It was good. It was like paranormal investigators, but com- comedians with Adam yeah. Scott from Parks and Recreation. And uh, uh, Craig Robinson. Yeah. They canceled that after one season. Yes. How'd you find out? Okay. So, <laughs> all right. So I get on the show and I, it's a great time. And just really quickly, towards the end, like, you know, we all, we improvised a lot on that show. But I mean, it was clearly the, the, the Scott and Robinson yeah, sure, show. Sure. It was their show. So, uh, so, but towards the end, like, uh, Adam Scott pulls me aside. Before, uh, we were shooting like uh, episode 16 or something. He pulls me aside and I thought he was going to, you know, be like, Greg, you know, we're the stars. <laughs> You're trying a little too hot. You, know. you need to pull back. Exactly. That's what I was expecting. Because he was like, Greg, let me just talk to you for a minute. And I'm like, oh, God, here it comes. Gonna, <laughs> he's going to tell me. I'm, okay. And he goes, I just want you to know you're doing incredible on this show. 
Aww. You're giving the editor so much to work with. Everybody loves what you're bringing to this part. Thank you so much for being a part of this team. And I was like, I literally started tearing. I'm like, oh my God, thank you so much, Adam Scott. I Wait, love Adam Scott told Adam me Scott this? Told oh, me this. Oh, oh. And I'm like, thank you, Adam Scott. Thank you and your tiny hands. So, because <laughs> he has these weird pointy fingers. Anyway, so he, uh, but he's a wonderful guy. So anyway, so I'm like, yeah. Okay, so then the show gets pushed from from like February to, to like July. And I was like, oh. Oh, no, this isn't good. So then the shows come out and everything. Now, it's a beautiful, imagine, a beautiful uh, late summer day in Los Angeles. I got the top down, the convertible. I'm driving around feeling like a million bucks. I got a network show. I, my best friend is Craig Robinson. Like, we're, I'm living the life. The phone <laughs> rings and it's Craig. I'm like, hey, what up, buddy? He goes, hey, man, we got canceled. <laughs> and I'm like, and I, it's just silent. I just like, and I'm like, just, I'm at a red light, just like falling. I'm like, and it's just quiet for a few seconds. He goes, maybe I shouldn't have opened with that. <laughs> I'm like, yeah, man. You could like, like say you had something to tell me first or something. Like, did you check out that show that Adam Scott did after Ghosted and called Severance? Se- oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, that, yeah, yeah. Is a, that is a wild show. Only one season of it so far. Yeah, I couldn't actually, I couldn't get past the first three episodes. So. Really? I know, but everyone keeps saying, oh, yo, no, you no, got no, to get You got to power yeah. through those first three episodes. That's exactly right. And I'm not one of those power yeah. through to see if it gets better, guys. I'm like, <laughs> you lost me. It's, and that's it. It's worth it. There's it pays too many off. shows. There's too many there, shows. There are too many shows. There's too many shows. I don't have that much time. Uh, Greg Wilson is here. You can see Greg at the El Paso comic strip. Do you want me to grab a couple calls off the neckline, our recorded line? I think we might have time for it. Uh, here's the telephone number if you want to leave a message for the Buzz Adams Morning Show. That is uh, 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. And you can leave a message uh, for us anytime you like. Good morning, guys. Uh, this is Stephen again. So, uh, Wow. Uh, I'm going to have to claim ignorance on the subject matter, but, like, I had no idea how bad, you know, our situation with the DA was in the city. And um, so as a person that used to work inside the jails, I used to have the extreme displeasure of dealing face-to-face with uh, certain individuals in question, you know, that are awaiting trial. And I can tell you, for the most part, uh, most of them are exactly where they belong. Honest that they are a danger to the rest of us for sure. So the idea that they could be released on a technicality is terrifying. Because, you know, El Paso would become a different city overnight. So that's a scary thought. Let, let me give you a little texture on this. I was going to say, so sleep well, El Paso. Uh... <laughs> so uh, there's a thing going on right now where they, there's a motion to recall the district attorney because her office is not prosecuting crimes and they're not making motions. So anyway, what happened last week or earlier this week, technically, mm-hmm. they let about 100 uh prisoners go or people last week wait, 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 last week they let uh, just under 400 and just then, under 400 yes. they've got another 12,000 cases that haven't been screened so when the time elapses like 180 days they got to turn them loose and so there's a recall because for what you know whatever's going on these cases are not being cleared by the district attorney's office and 
the district attorney, Yvonne Rosales, was not being very well. She hadn't done any interviews except for that one softball interview that she did for the Sinclair stations. Right. But K-5, she has yeah. agreed to do a sit down with KVIA or a Zoom, we believe, on your on Sunday, right? Well, yeah, actually, uh, they're going to tape it today. At oh, they are two taking. o'clock. Um, it's still up in the air. If, if it, I mean, she confirmed, but I, I, she's she's confirmed and pulled out before, I believe. So we'll see. <laughs> I've done that too. Yeah, yeah you know. Hey, it's not always bad to pull out, but in this situation, um, we want there, to hear from her. There, there are a lot of serious questions about why the job is not being done, or what's yeah. the breakdown at the district attorney's office. So they're going to tape today, we hope, and air on Sunday night Sunday. at ten thirty-five on ABC Seven Extra. All right, let's take a break. We're going to come back. We've got more with Greg Wilson on the way, and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show for your Fridays coming up right after this. This is the Buzz Adams Morning Show. Who wants to do the party? I like to do the party. Who wants to do the party? <laughs> Greg Wilson is here. Greg, are you still a Cowboys fan after all these years? Oh, my. You know, the thing is, you can't. Listen. You can't change horses midstream. Mm-hmm. You know when yeah, you, but you've when been you're in LA so long, and they got a they got I a couple know, of good teams. I, I, you, that, know, you know, I was raised in Dallas, thirty years in Dallas. You can't help it. You love it. And you know what really proved it to me that I was stuck a Dallas fan when I lived in New York. Okay, I would get tickets to Yankees games, and I thought I was a Yankees fan. I was like that's because I hate baseball anyway, and I specifically hated the Rangers because they were just terrible, poor management, the whole thing, just a garbage organization. So. I get there and I'm like, oh, Yankees, yeah, world's greatest team, I love it. Okay, until the Yankees played the Rangers in the playoffs, and I was like, no, I guess I still love you. <laughs> I can't help it, I love you, Dallas. Oh, wait. You grew up in the 80s, they had Nolan Ryan there. Yes, that you, was when they were good, yeah. Right. I remember the Robin Ventura punching on the head thing. I, that was one wild, of the greatest man. moments in yeah. baseball history. Now, those were not the games I went to. The games I went to, nothing happened. And I was like, I don't like, because I used to be one of those people who like, you know, I, I don't like it, but I like going to games. And then I would go to games and be like, nope, don't even like going to games. Like, the Dodgers, we went for Fourth of July, you know, because they have the nice fireworks thing and everything. Yeah. Okay, but there was so much traffic, it was so hard to get into parking, that we were like, late, so we're we're parking during the first inning. The game has already started. And then the fireworks go off for the for someone hit a home run, right? And I'm like, wouldn't that be hilarious if that was the only score of the game? <laughs> it was the only score of the game. Eight boring, useless innings. The score was one to zero. It was the and I was like, I'm done with the baseball. I'm Have done. you never been a baseball fan? No, I just can't get into it. It's just too boring. You know, it's like that classic saying: if baseball were any slower, it would be farming. <laughs> so I just can't. I can't stay. There's too much standing around. So, but I do love Dallas teams, particularly my Dallas Cowboys. And listen, we right now we're we're flaming out hard, and you're why the season hasn't even started. I don't and know. Just, I mean, and we're. Bas- in water and putting out fires at the same time. This ship isn't going to make it to port. We don't have the same. We don't have as many problems as other teams. I could mention, like the Cleveland Browns. 
Well, you know what, though? Aside from that one huge problem, yeah. Yeah. the rest of the team is in much better shape than ours right now. Mari, in fact, they have one of our best receivers. Yeah, they got a Mari there now. Yeah, they got our best receiver. Yeah, who's going to throw to him? The Bengals have our best linemen. We lost our other best linemen. Zeke, we're good. No, Zeke's still the guy. No, he's not. <laughs> you know what? I don't trust any running back now that gets paid. The second, you know what I mean? The second they're not, the second they're on easy street, it's just, it's over. Mm-hmm. You know, they, if you're not hungry, you're not hungry. So it's just, I, I Zeke, and they, they're going to. You happy with they Dak? Got one more Hilly? I love Dak. I okay. love Dak. Dak is phenomenal. I love Dak. I love CeeDee Lamb. You know, I love, Lamb. Our, I love our defense. Here's what might, here's what might say. Micah Parsons. Here's our one, yes, yeah. our defense. And Micah Diggs. Parsons, Trayvon Diggs. Trayvon and now, Diggs. and now this, uh, Cavante or, uh, Turpin, yeah. the returner oh, yeah, yeah. that we have discovered, that, that, listen, special teams points, getting yourself in that kind of a position where you're already there, you can at least get three points because that guy ran it back 40 yards every time. He's going to be the next Peanut Tillman. You watch. And people forget that Tyreek Hill went to his first Pro Bowl as a returner. Okay? So this guy, he has a chance to make a real impact, and I think he's going to. And that might be our defense and special teams may be our saving grace this season. Totally. I picked up Cowboys defense on my fantasy team. I would, too. For uh, that reason. For fantasy, they might be number because they because you want sacks, interceptions, and, and returns for touchdowns. <laughs> exactly. Yes. And that's what Dallas's defense is built to do. Yeah. They may not be the best defense points-wise in terms of real NFL, in terms of stopping, but in terms of scoring fantasy football points, I think Dallas has a good shot at ending the season number one. Totally. Uh, There's no way Diggs repeats what he did last year, though. Absolutely I, there I, is. I think there is. He's yeah, really I, I think he's even better he's, this year. Eleven picks was the most since uh, Everson Walls he's in the eighties. He's got a sense. He's yes, really got a is, sense yes. out there on the outside. He knows when to cut in front. Well, of you. He used to be a receiver. I think that's yeah. what it is. No, yeah. no, he's he's great. Well, he's his def- brother's his one brother's of the on best Buffalo, receivers yeah. in the league, Stephon Diggs. Yeah. So guess who he's been practicing on? Yeah. Long. And, and Trayvon's kid that last year when they did hard knocks was the highlight of the yeah, show. Yeah, yeah, everyone loved Trayvon Jr. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Best thing. So funny. If you people don't. No, Megan has been on the show for I don't know four, five, six weeks. Yeah, five your weeks. name is Megan. My name is Megan. Oh, <laughs> interesting. Yeah, Greg, yeah, yeah, yeah. Megan, Megan, Greg. Pleasure to meet you. Megan is in more than one fantasy football just league. Two. Yeah, just two. yeah, but two is still. I mean, yeah. can I tell you, doing one seems like wor- be busy all the time. In the words that. of the immortal Paris Hilton, <laughs> that's hot. <laughs> it really is. When a girl is into, you know, when a girl's into fantasy football, like that is that, like not when she can- beats you. That's the worst. Uh, I don't know. I'm not that bad. I kind of like I lost it. to a girl. Nothing like better Kim- than taking money from the boys. I'll tell you like that. Like Kimmy Chats on the NFL Network. Oh, man. She does it for <laughs> How many leagues are you in this year? I think six. Six yeah. fantasy That's like a full-time leagues. job. It, it really is. And, and Honestly, not, who do you, you – you've got to root against players that you're rooting for. Exactly. For the other exactly. That's, That's crazy. And I have said on my podcast so many times, two is the maximum – is is the, the, the optimal number. Because you have the one you really care about, yeah. and you put all of your, your best ideas for the season in that team. And then the other team is all your secondary ideas of all the guys that you're like, but if I didn't, I would want that guy. And you build that team. But then, yes, you wind up – okay, so I, I'm in Vegas. I'm in Vegas. Vegas, and it, I'm the only one up to watch football at 10 a.m. in Vegas on Sunday. And me and the gamblers, me and the hardcore gamblers, and I go to a bar. I think I went to to the what's his name, Toby Keith's All American. You know, yeah. kick him up. Bar. I love this bar. Yeah, yeah. So I'm in. The, I mean, I'm not. That's the I name of it. Bar. It's called that's I Love This Place. Yes. So I go in there, and I'm sitting there, and I'm like, "You guys open?" They're like, "We just opened." They turn on all the TVs. I'm watching the games, and of course, I'm rooting for this guy. I'm rooting, cheering for that. And finally, this guy comes over. He goes, "Hey, man." Who are you rooting for? 
I was like, yeah. I was like, me, man. I'm rooting for me. These are all my fantasy players. But I'm a Cowboys fan through and through. That's my team. If you're in Vegas Silver and you're in one baby. of those big theme like Margaritaville or the yeah. Toby Keith or whatever, just mention you're from El Paso because half the staff is from El Paso, I found out. Oh, is that right? Or where, like in El Paso, something that references El Paso, hey. you get a lot of freebies. Like Vegas, I'm telling you, 50% of the employees in Vegas, I think, are from El Paso. Usually I just mention that I'm headlining one of the casinos and they usually, that's oh. weird the way they're like, oh, come on in. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, you know like Carrot Top? Yeah, they're like, it's like you're in, it's like you're in the club. They're like, oh, you're not one of these people. We're not trying to sell. Is El Paso uh, Cowboys Nation, would you say? Yeah, like, yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, Cowboys by far, number one. Then probably Raid. I, I don't know. I mean, usually the LA teams. Raiders. I see there's well, a lot of Arizona Steven fans. Steven is, is the Phil is the president of the uh, Eagles fan club. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. Yeah. How Although do, I hate how to you, say it. I hate what? to say it. The Eagles are probably going to win the division. I hate to say it. But uh, they got better. Cowboys got worse. Simple as that. I hate to say it. I hate to admit it. But a I mean, Tyron Smith loss is, is huge. Is enormous. Massive. Yeah. They're a yard less good, like uh, effective on the run when he's not playing. Yeah. It's, so yeah. If I were going to in El Paso, as far as allegiance go, Cowboys number one, Houston second. I, it was the Raiders. I don't know if it still is. Pittsburgh's in there, and Arizona. who else would you right, right? Who else would you Arizona say? Uh, I feel like Green Bay fans. yeah, there are some Green Bay fans. Can I tell you though, the great thing about LA is everybody's from someplace else. Mm -hmm. So like in our leagues, everybody everybody's got yeah. a different, different team. team everybody's yeah. got San Francisco, Seattle, Pittsburgh, Philly. Like everyone has a different allegiance. But then there's like two or three of us that are Cowboys fans, and just it, okay. They're not just the most loved; they're also the most hated yep, by far in America. Like it's unbelievable. Like it's like how the Yankees yes, are in baseball. They cannot. So I mean, so I loved. Like we just got the eight billion dollar valuation. Like we're the most <laughs> the valuable most sports franchise. Life. So of course, I'm just like I'm just going to put this right here on our text thread. And I mean, just the hate. They got oh yeah, and they love to be like, yeah, we want anything to ninety-seven and blah, 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 blah. And I'm like, you just keep picking whatever parameter helps you sleep at night, bro. Mm -hmm. But. You're in a position on that many uh, fantasy teams. At some point, you've got to be hoping a cowboy drops the ball, or you know, at some point. At some point, yeah. Depending on who I've got. What do you do I'm in those situations? Do you? Okay, it is the worst. It is the worst when you have like Saquon Barkley, and the Cowboys are playing the Giants, and he <laughs> and rips like one on quarter. your Giants, and I'm like, yeah, no, no, yeah, no, no, yes. I mean, yes, who's, but no. who's paying you though? Totally. Is the question. Saquon's paying me. Saquon, but but I probably have money riding on the Cowboys too because I'm a I'm a degenerate gambler. So uh, not I'm not bad. I'm a low stakes gambler. I like volume. I don't like a lot of you know what I mean. Yeah, like I'll yeah. place I'll place thirty two dollar bets. But I won't place like one three hundred dollar bet. Not gonna happen because mm. I don't. I because if I because losing is far more painful than winning is exciting. Mm -hmm. So I just I don't ever want to lose any amount of money that I'm actually going to be bothered. About. You know what? And I enjoy it as much if, if there's five dollars on it. Totally. There's not a huge difference between. I mean, there is a huge <laughs> difference, but like if I lose five dollars, it it doesn't kill me. But if I win five dollars, I kind of get the same juice I get it, if I exactly. was gambling for five hundred. Yeah, it's kind of like yeah, I want something. Yeah, right. It's, it doesn't have 
have to be When I watch the Super Bowl, I bring a clutch of $1 bills, and we're just betting on every play. I'm just like, next play's going to be, I got $5 says it's going to be a pass. You know, see if anybody takes it. And we're just, money's just flying around the room the whole game. That's so fun. I'm totally like, I I told Buzz a little bit yesterday, I'm a little addicted to sports. I love it too. Gambling, I Yeah. but so long as it's low stakes, do do I don't think yeah, right. Do you do a pick'em league? I'm going to do my first pick'em league okay, this year. So I did my first dynasty league this year too. What the hell are What's you guys di- talking oh, about? Uh, That's where you pick. Where one. you have a player that rolls over every year. You, your whole team rolls over. Oh, the whole team. The okay. whole team. It's like you own a real team. Mm-hmm. So you that's your team. So that first draft, that's your team. Yeah. And you just riding with them and you're You draft, can't do trades? You can do trades. Okay. And you could do and obviously the draft every year is just for rookies. Mm-hmm. Because like a real draft. Like it's just for rookies because everybody else is already taken pretty much. And so we'll see if I, I so far I don't like it. <laughs> what do you not like about it? I haven't played one game so far. I don't okay. like Because right. I feel locked into these tra- You know why? Because we had our draft before a single preseason game. So everybody drafted all these rookies, but we hadn't even had a look at them yet. Right. You know? I mean, I got Dobbs, the, the receiver out of Green Bay, but that was just because it just happened that, you know, right at my turn, they were doing a news story like, he does another wow plan. I'm like, Dobbs, you know? But, I mean, I missed out on a lot of good, like, pick-ins and stuff because we hadn't seen them yet. Yeah. So I didn't know. So I felt like we had this draft way too too early, so I'm not really super... I mean, obviously, highest projected team, obviously, but <laughs> still, I, I would just rather have waited till after a few preseason games so we could see these rookies and evaluate them before. Are you a poker guy at all? Yes, I love poker. I play God. it all the time. I want to learn, but I don't want to be like the guy in Molly's game who's like, I'm just here to learn, then everybody just picks him apart. Mm. Oh, <laughs> you listen, know what I mean? Listen, you know what my strategy... Here's what I do. First of all, I do a lot of voices. A lot of character work. <laughs> so you never know... You hide when, your tells. You never know... They're all tells. I'm all all tells. So you never know which one's a real tell. Okay? I'm doing British. I'm doing all I'm doing all these characters, depending on the cards. And then, and then, down the stretch, when it's getting down to two or three players, I go into, I just want to go home mode. Uh-huh. Which is, I just want to go home. I don't even, I guess I'm all in. And what like, does that accomplish? I, I win. You catch them off guard. Yeah. yeah. They think I just want out, when in fact I have a pair of, a pair of kings underneath. Mm-hmm. So, you know, because it's always, it's Texas Hold'em. Texas Hold'em is the game now. So, and it's so much fun. But It, it has been for a while, right? Yeah. It hasn't that been oh my, just like so, the, the yeah. big thing. So I'm at the South Point. I finished doing the Dirty at 1230 on Friday night, which it starts at 1230 at night. And I'm headlining, so I don't go on until about 2 o'clock in the morning. Where? At, at the South Point Casino in Las got Vegas. It, got it, got it. So I finish at about 3 o'clock in the morning. And, every, and then we just get trashed. Now, I mean, we're trashed the whole thing. So now it's about 4.30 in the morning, and they still have a poker thing. The poker room is still going, and I'm drunk off my butt. And I'm like, hey, 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 I want to And I, okay. <laughs> I sit down, I'm wasted, they deal the cards, and I, I just played out the hand, and I go, I think I got it. I turn over my cards, I had a straight royal flush. Didn't even realize it, I thought I just had a straight. And then, and you get a $500 bonus if you hit a straight royal flush. So I didn't just win the pot, I won the $500 Good bonus. Get up and go to your room. So, and, and, Do and, a British and, accent right. on that one? And then, <laughs> Toodaloo, old I, chaps. I, I had an accent, but Ta-ta. It was like, I, if you can call slurring, <laughs> if you call slurring an accent. <laughs> <laughs> and right after that, the dealer's like, all right, changing dealers. And everyone else at the table got up and left. And I was just sitting there like, I guess I'm done. 
<laughs> All right, let's take a break. Megan has news headlines on the way next. Don't forget Greg Wilson at the comic strip. Uh, Cody Odell is part of the lineup as well. And uh, Jibs is going to be the yeah. MC this weekend. It's a great what, show. Great show. What do we have coming up in news? Coming up in news, judge orders release of redacted Trump affidavit. It's supposed to happen before noon today, 10 a.m. Could be happening time. right now. It could right. be happening right now. Could be happening right after the break. He kills it every day. I love the morning show. Buzz Adam. Here's the latest news from around the world to right in your own backyard. Here's Megan McCormick with KLAQ News Headlines on the Buzz Adams Morning Show. All right, I just want to uh, mention Greg Wilson is here with us as we're doing the news. Things might... Uh, mm. Feel know, free to chime yeah, in, Greg. Sure, oh, you got it. Cody O'Dell's here as well. Nico is here, but he's off mic, so if there's something really funny, you'll hear Nico laugh, I guess. <laughs> right, right, buddy? <laughs> Yeah, Nico. Go. Good morning, Megan. Good morning, Buzz. Well, in less than two hours, we may have more of an understanding on why the FBI conducted a search of former President Trump's Florida home, Mar-a-Lago. This, as federal judges ordering the Department of Justice to release a redacted affidavit. As you recall, earlier this week, Judge Bruce Reinhart rejected a request from the feds to keep the entire affidavit under seal, citing intense public and historical interest in an unprecedented search of a former president's residence. You know what this sounds like? It sounds like the judge is saying, oh, no, everybody wants to see this. (laughs) (laughs) That this is the legal precedent. And I can't wait to see what we get. It's going to have like the name, the address, and and that's it. And like adjacent to my (laughs) my my grandma and my mom used to show me letters they would get from my uncle, my uncle Laverne, who was in World War Two. And he would write from over in Europe and they would show some of the letters. Everything was black. You know, it was like, dear mom or dear sis. And then the whole thing is blacked out. (laughs) Redacted. Right. It was all redacted. So I think it might look something like that. Well, initially, the DOG said they'd have to redact so much that the altered version of the document wouldn't be worth anything to the public. Reinhardt says the government has proved parts of the affidavit should be kept under wraps, under wraps, but that planned redactions are acceptable. The affidavit should be made public by noon Eastern time, which is in one hour and 38 minutes. Uh, this is what Joe Biden said about President Trump and his supporters. Those of you who love this country, Democrats, independents, mainstream Republicans, we must be stronger, more determined, and more committed to saving America than the MAGA Republicans are destroying America. I I would just say to to the president, the MAGA Republicans are the mainstream Repu- Republican Party here. I, I get what he's doing. He's he's saying, you know, for you mainstream Republicans, right, mainstream, Repu- mainstream Republicans are on the outside now. Mm-hmm. Well, this is what else he said about uh, MAGA Republicans don't just threaten our personal rights and economic security. They're a threat to our very democracy. They refuse to accept the will of the people. They embrace, embrace political violence. They don't believe in democracy. Well, a defense lawyer is coming to the defense of embattled district attorney Ivan Rosales. Defense lawyer Teresa Caballero told ABC7 she wasn't surprised when she learned the efforts to remove Rosales from office. In a petition to remove the DA, local attorney Omar Carmona, who we spoke to yesterday, cited incompetence and and official misconduct as reasons for removal. He wants her removed through a jury trial. Now, she was on KVIA last night. and Teresa was. Yes, so I'm going to let you guys hear what she said. 
is about stealing an election. El Pasoans need to wake up and understand. A lot of El Pasoans worked really hard to get Miss Rosales elected to change things. Def- well, we talked to one of the people who worked really hard, Justin Underwood, uh, who said that, you know, he he supported her, he donated to her, and that he thinks he made a mistake. The, the fact that they were trying to find somebody who will come to the defense of the district attorney and they roll the dice and come up with Teresa Caballero That's, is a statement in and of itself. Well, here's uh, the rest of the interview. As a supporter of changing the old regime, wanted to see things change, and therefore I supported Miss Rosales. But so what's happening here is the stealing of an election with a few pieces of paper by one lawyer. One lawyer filed it, but it wasn't like he's the only guy who's saying she has things have got to change at the DA's office. The clerk's office to take away our votes? How cheap. Omar Carmona. So that is that was her response. And I think that was the first supporter of Rosales that we've really heard from um, in the media publicly since this has been going on this week. We asked for a supporter to call in yesterday, I think. If there was anybody who had supported. Say, hey, she's not so bad or here's a reason for why why I like her. Couldn't find one. And if anything, we've got more messages of people saying I voted for her. Now I want her gone. Uh, at issue are the number of cases uh, that have not been cleared. They've not been screened. So mm-hmm. people are in jail. Uh, over half of them are felonies, by the way. Felony uh, charges. Well, and the, the non- there was not an acknowledgement of that by Teresa in the interview. So, uh, you know, I, that's what I think people want to know more about is why that happened. If, you know, you're blaming someone, then what happened? I mean, there's no information on any specifics of why these cases are not being indicted. It's just Boy, kind of in, bl- in the, the El Paso game. legal community, if you're going to have one p- person coming to your defense, I, I just can't imagine that anybody wants it to be Teresa Caballero. Well, if you want to hear from Yvonne Rosales, it, as of now, there is an interview scheduled at 2 o'clock today, a Zoom interview that will be that will air on uh, ABC 7 Extra, 10.30 p.m. Sunday night. So unless she backs out, that's she's going to be doing a Zoom interview with them, and there's no... Um, my sources said that they have not put any limits on the questioning and they haven't asked for well, my understanding you know, is the interview that she did last week because this has all yeah. been brewing up uh she did it on k fox and that she reviewed the questions mm-hmm. b- ahead of time for that interview that's the only way she would do that interview but you're saying over at kvia they're not submitting questions ahead of time? No, and I don't think they would do an interview like that. I mean, I think they want to do a journalistic, integrity-based interview, you know, being able to ask whatever questions they yeah, want, right. especially to a public figure who's sure. a DA. That, and, you know, it's on Zoom, so if you've ever wondered what's on her bookshelf, <laughs> you're going to get a chance on, to find out. Is she out. doing it on Zoom? Yes, she. that's as of now. She's doing it on Zoom at 2 o'clock today. I don't know about you. Any Zoom interview, Sunday. all I'm doing is looking at the background. Mm. <laughs> right? I'm looking at all the books on the bookshelf. I'm like, what do they read? Oh, Stephen King, you're trash. <laughs> <laughs> well, interesting story. We'll definitely keep following it for uh, all of our listeners, and um, hopefully we'll get some answers from Rosales because they think they deserve that.
Texas ban on 18 to 20 year olds carrying handguns in public struck in public struck down in Texas. Now even more people will be able to carry handguns on the streets of Texas. A federal judge ruled a Texas law that bans those 18 to 20 from carrying handguns is unconstitutional. The ruling by District Court Judge Mark Pittman noted that the dis- the re- the restriction is inconsistent with the Second Amendment of the Constitution, which does not state an age restriction. He added it was. <laughs> it's right. It's the right. It is the right decision. Listen, we could we could talk about the the ramifications, especially you know the Uvalde shooter and everything. But but he's right. There's there's no restriction on age. Yeah, they just there have to not. be in a militia. There was not. He added it was also. <laughs> you can join the military. What are you talking about? At eighteen, you you could be in the army. I'm not saying you can. I'm just saying the Constitution says militia. Oh yeah, my it says minors were part of state militias during the early years of American history, and yeah. so they yeah. Yeah. So join a militia. You had to have like somebody play the. Drum. Why am I talking? You used to go to I war at like fourteen back sure. in the day, yeah. dude. Yeah, Why were... do we keep the comedians around for this? <laughs> <laughs> I, I have yeah. nothing relevant to say here. Back, I, back when the Constitution was made, it was like uh, we need everybody over the age of twelve. To be guy, able yeah. to, if you're between the ages of twelve and seventy, yeah. we need you to come out. Of course, back once, then, if you once went your voice your drops, you're you're going to war. Of course, back then, if you left your house, you were part of the food chain. But, you know, whatever. Uh, I can't lift a gun, sir. I'm too young. Here, play this drum. <laughs> Here's a flute. What if they shoot at me? Try and deflect it with your drumsticks. <laughs> well, it's official in California. The state has banned the sale of all new gasoline-powered vehicles by the year 2035. The state says that all new vehicles sold in the state by then may not emit greenhouse gases. With an interim goal of, 35, of 35% by 2026 and almost 70% by 2030. But in case you didn't catch it, the new law will only refer to new vehicles. Drivers will still be able to drive cars previously owned as well as purchase older ones that are gas-powered. According to Governor Gavin Newsom, about 16% of cars sold in the state are electric, hybrid, or hydrogen-fueled. And here is Governor Newsom talking about it. In California, this is a game-changer as it relates to the environment. There's nothing else that will move the needle on greenhouse gases more than tailpipe emissions. This is uh, 35 Yes. 2035, so that's 13 years from now. Mm-hmm. I, I think, I don't know that they'll be making a lot of uh, greenhouse emitting cars. I don't know that that will be on the market that much. I'm, I guess they, you know, some farm vehicles and things. But sounds like, it be it sounds l- to me like the used car market's about to explode. Going <laughs> <laughs> to hold on right. to my gas, Gusley. <laughs> Yeah, well, the Toyota, the Toyotas probably get a Toyota that'll last through your past twenty thirty five. I don't think my car is going to make it that far. <laughs> and finally, Uvalde survivor throws first pitch at Astros game and is getting a new home. While in the hospital after being shot multiple times, the Uvalde school shooting, Maya Zamora learned that the government gunman lived blocks from her house and she did not want to return there. So MLB All Star shortstop Carlos Correa heard about this and put his work in the nonprofit Korea Founda- Family Foundation to work to help. Help her. After Maya threw out the first pitch in an Astros Twins game, it was announced that donors were going to build Maya's family a new house in a location where she'd be comfortable. That's good. That's there great. You go. And it was the first thing the Astros did that wasn't cheating. <laughs> good work, Astros. Oh, I don't know. Gosh. Maybe, maybe they, I love, they it, might have had somebody banging on a trash yeah, can. Yeah, exactly. Anyway. Giving, the, giving the kid the signals. <laughs> listen, and then and only Watson's going to get more heat than the Astros did. <laughs> well, with your news, I'm Megan McCormick. All right. Uh, Greg Wilson is here, and we're going to come back and talk a little bit more with Greg. Stick around for one more break. Let's do it. You can see Greg Wilson along with Cody O'Dell at the El Paso Comic Strip with 
How many shows tonight? Uh, one show tonight, two tomorrow, and then one on Sunday. Okay, so one, two, and one. And we will exclusively be doing constitutional law comedy. Yes. <laughs> you're going to love it. It's so hilarious. Everyone. Well, we're really tort gonna, law. Yeah. We're, tort reform. We'll be we're going to open up the topics coming up here in just a few minutes. Let me give out the phone number if you want to call the morning show. 915-910-4995. That's 910-4995. Talk to the morning show live. And more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show's headed your way right after this. Thank you! And now, ladies and gentlemen, Greg Wilson is here. Look for his social media, Greg Romero Wilson. Look yes, for sir. the uh, throwing coins at a woman's uh, butt. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely something new that... It, it's fun. That was the clip that... Joanna, that was the clip that we were watching when you... I guess you came back from commercials and oh, yeah. we were just so enthralled with what <laughs> was going on. She was on like, hello, thing. are you guys going <laughs> to... Like, how do we explain this on the air now? (laughs) And then you went on to explain it, and I had to be like, oh, understandable. Uh, Here's a phone call that just uh, came in off of the neckline. That number is 844-805-NECK, 844-805-6325. Morning, Nick uh, Gallagher. Wanted to let you guys know if you knew that the New York Times uh, made a post on Yvonne Rosales and her incompetency and how potentially it could lead to the Walmart killer uh, towards a mistrial or something like that. I'm not quite sure. But yeah, I guess it's making national news now. I figured this was probably a matter of time depending on the news cycle and what was going on. But I, I didn't find it on the Times, but I found it on the New York Post. So, yeah. you know, well, you know, it, on the upside, it sounds like he was really paying attention to traffic. <laughs> Good for you. Focus on the drive. That's the important part. Uh, yeah, the Post is talking about El Paso District Attorney Yvonne Rosales, uh, the subject of petition to have her removed for official misconduct and continued incompetence. Ba-ba-ba goes into some of the details that we already know. We talked to Omar uh, Carmona, the attorney, the defense attorney who filed uh, the mo- the uh, paperwork. Ba-ba-ba-ba. Carmona accuses Rosales of mishandling the Walmart mass shooting case against the suspect who's accused of gunning down 23 people in August 2019. Just this week, special prosecutor John Briggs, who was hired by Rosales to lead the trial, was either removed or resigned from his post. I heard fired. That's what I've heard from everybody Mm -hmm. is that Briggs was fired from his position. Uh... Let me run down here. I don't like to. I don't like that. I don't like to don't dwell on the shooter yeah. that much. Uh, don't talk about him. Uh, I, I guess there's no way that that this guy is going to walk out of jail. Or uh, there's probably there's not, not going to be any. That any will scena- probably never I can't happen, see any scenario honest- where this guy ever steps foot out of incarceration. I, I, you know what though? If he did, I feel like justice would just come a little quicker. Well, that's what a lot of people say might happen if he if he, Is he, if he boy, yeah he won't see daylight for very long. Yeah, he Mob won't be justice. around for much long, yeah, listen. Much longer. Uh, Rosales says she intends to fight the petition in a statement. Nico, did you say you saw it on some other sources? Yahoo News has Yahoo picked News. it up, and so so this statement bothers me. Uh, what she said next? Do you want to read a buzz? Uh, okay, this is what the district attorney said yep. in a statement. These type. Types of attacks have taken place since the first day 
the first female district attorney in the history of El Paso, like took office. Never has there been so much hateful rhetoric or tactics used against any predecessor. So she plays the, what the female What does the female have to do with any of that? Well, she's not, saying that, that everybody's good, out to get her. Not a good and, way to go with us. It's a tough job. Listen, it's a tough job anyway you slice it. You know, male, female, you know, you're going to be under attack as you know, the job that it is, but, you know. Well, and again, maybe that's true, but I think the people of El Paso want to know why these possible criminals are being right. attacked. Right. Exactly. This, exactly. It has that. nothing to do with any of that. All exactly. they want to know. Exactly. It has so, nothing to do with that. It's just throwing out these, you know, blame, 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 and victim, victim, victim. But really, the victims are the people of El Paso who, you know, some of them might be feeling a lot less safe if they're, you know, if they have a, a, if a stalker is, they filed it against the stalker and then they have no more, you know, protection against them. Or a family, I, you know, if it was a scary. family violence situation, yeah. if, once they release them from, from after the 180 days or whatever it ends up being, <laughs> the, any of those protections go away as yeah, well. Yeah, so. it's, uh, it's a bummer. And I love this city so much. If you remember, I came back uh, when I uh, after that and I did my show and I donated all the money uh, to the mm-hmm. community fund for the for the victims. So it's uh, definitely something I care about, you know. So amazing. So I've only lived here for four years and it's one of the best cities I've lived in. And that's because of the people. I mean, the yeah. people are amazing here. Yeah, so my family's from here. My grandparents, my parents, my brothers and sisters, everybody's from here. Um, you know, I, I, I have always loved El Paso and, and you know, it's it, things like that. It breaks my heart. It really does. And, but coming back and doing comedy always makes me feel like I'm doing my part to kind of raise the spirits around here. Oh my gosh. Time, you know? Laughing right now is my, uh, I mean, that's my, my that's goal. A, that's all we try and do. <laughs> you know, uh, Victor Hugo had a great quote. Where wow. He, where he said, <laughs> You're going to pull out a Victor, Victor Hugo. Hugo. <laughs> All right, let me hear this. Where he said, Well, hear me out here. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I don't know if you know this, but I went to college. Um, <laughs> but Victor Hugo said, Laughter is the sunshine that drives the winter from the human face. And that Beautiful. is that is the nobility in comedy. Vic Hugo said that. That's right, Vic Hugo. <laughs> <laughs> our, our poker buddy, Vic. Vic. Vic Hugo. Oh, that's funny. I've got a couple of other stories uh, here to tell you about. A man has implanted a Tesla key into his hand so he can unlock and start his car. I wanted him a wiener. <laughs> you just want to be... Just whip it around. You're like, you can you imagine? That's you why you have to unlock you your car. Me, let me just whip this out. Look, you want to go? Do you want to go or not? We're going to be late. i got to whip it out. Here's the uh, Detroit man, Brandon DeLaley, talking about his key implants. I've always been a tech enthusiast, and I always try to be on the cutting edge of technology. I'm able to open up the front and back door to my house. I can walk up to people and have them tap their phone to my hand and instantly transfer my contact information. My Okay, so he's got two. He's got one. If they tap their phone to his hand, all of his information, I guess, in some kind of Dropbox scenario or something goes to their phone or whatever. Listen, God forbid he carry around the key. Yeah. I mean, is it that hard? It's not, is it it's that hard? Pop. It's not even a key. It's just it's a like pop. I couldn't live if I didn't have this implanted into my body like the mark of the beast. Like, this Listen, is you get that thing implanted into your wiener and no one's asking <laughs> you to pick the kids up from school. <laughs> <laughs> If you, if you don't like doing errands, if you don't like doing chores, like get it implanted in your wiener. That's all information, right. my portfolio. So I thought, how cool would it be if I could leave my... By the way, if you pass out and somebody just went over and scanned your hand or you're on and a takes plane your car, and you're not yeah. paying attention... <laughs> Yo, steal his money. No car key, no house key. It's a perfect backup, something you can never forget. 
you know, I've got a car that's now like four or five years old, and that one, I've got the key, but it can stay in my pocket the whole time. You yeah, just go in. That's and what I'm and saying. there's like other fail-safes besides yeah. implanting into your body. It's to the part where he goes, and it's you can see the serial number 666 <laughs> <laughs> right there on the implants. Uh, it's from, uh, what is this, Marco Beast uh, Technologies? So uh, their man. stock is skyrocketing. You guys got to get in on this. It's uh, Don't those keys have batteries, too? Like, what if the battery dies? You have to yeah. take the chip out of your arm? So he didn't go, he didn't have it done surgically. He went to like a piercing and body modification, like a tattoo. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And they implanted the thing. What is is the girl shop where they do the ear thing? Oh, Claire's. Claire's. (laughs) Claire's. You went to Claire's. It's all all seven-year-old girls and him. Like square piercings. Yeah. (laughs) They're like doing ear piercings. He's like, yeah, can I get this? (laughs) They'll be doing it at the jewelry box in a few weeks. (laughs) Do you want to hear the? Do you want to? Do you want to hear the duet that Elton John and Britney Spears did together? And I'm asking, do you want to hear it? I don't have to do it. The answer is My both yes why. and no. Yeah. Why? My answer is hell yes. You you definitely want to. Hear <laughs> I love the way you answer it because it is hell no. It's also hell no though. Uh-huh. But yes, we have to hear this. I, okay. Let's hear uh, one person. The rumors were true. Elton John and Britney Spears were working together on a song together. So it had been kind of in the rumor stage. They released it yesterday and it's a reworking of the hook from Tiny Dancer. Mm. In, and the song is called Hold Me Closer and here's what it sounds like. Hold me Is a great singer. Yeah, I know, it sure is. That computer can really sing. That's amazing. Nothing like ruin in a class. I gotta tell you, I despise this. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate this. Is that why but we're all dancing in the studio? I didn't like Tiny Dancer by yeah. John to begin with. I didn't. I did. I, I, it's, I one mean, those, it's, a good, it's, it's one of those songs you know it. So it's, it's not in my top 20 Elton John songs. I can tell you that. It's not even I'm your top need 20. I'm going to need to all 20. All t- yeah, Crocodile Rock. That's Saturday okay. night's all right that's for two. fight. And don't okay. let the sun go down on me. Circle of light. That's four. I could easily do Circle of light. Right. I, I don't know that you can. I think, uh, I think we tapped out at four. Leave on. Uh, someone <laughs> saved my life tonight. Someone saved my life tonight. Five. You got, you got tonight. 14 to Every go. single uh, track on Don't Shoot uh, Me, I'm just a Okay. Sandbagging. Your song. That's it. Daniel. Seven. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Road. Goodbye, Yellow Brick Don't Road. Don't help him. Thank you. <laughs> Eight. Uh, Nikita. Is did you, did is you get someone? Yeah. Are you just pulling Did you get someone to save my life tonight? That's someone a great one. Someone save my life tonight a is a good one. one. Uh, You're at ten. I'm still standing. I think you already said that. No, I haven't said I'm okay, still. Okay, that's a list. Can Joanna help me? No. Uh, Benny and the Jets. Benny, Benny and the Jets. Hey, who are you opening for? Him or me? <laughs> well, I tell you what. I, what I, are you going to win? If I, I miss all out. I, I miss need, Jonathan what Gregory so chat. bad right now. <laughs> Now, that guy was a. I was asked to be here. Thank you. We we kind of like when we heard this rumor. We kind of predicted sort of what we thought it was going to sound like. So here's like how we mashed it up, trying to. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We postulated as to what it might sound like. Blue jean, baby, baby, Oh, that's perfect. That's a perfect. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
the one that goes rolling like thunder sure. under the, the covers. Bah, 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 bah. Oh, I guess that's I why guess they call it the blues. That's why they call it the blues. <laughs> I could easily, 11. easily do. No, no that's, like that's, that's like 14. That's like 14. No, that. don't buy it. the numbers. <laughs> I like this guy. Boy, you got to bring back. Oh, man. Cody is my man. Holy uh, cow. Yes. Doing work today, Cody. You know. Good job. Yeah, thank you. Thank you. It's been great. <laughs> great time to be in El Paso with uh, Greg Wilson. I know Love there it. was something. You I know, know they, I, they were like, Greg, when do you want to come back to town? I was like, when's the hottest, worst week? <laughs> Wait, you and think it, those those are the But it's not. Humid. No, but that, usually, though, you book in I mean, I booked this at the beginning it's of the always, year, so August seemed like a lunatic move. Uh, but last and, I, was I came here, I was like, oh, my God, it's only 90 degrees. This is fantastic. Yeah. It's like the best week I could possibly be here. That's pretty great. So I, I actually have been shockingly comfortable <laughs> Do you want me to give you a story that's just like, as far as puns go, it's a target-rich environment. Oh, here we as go. As far sure. as puns go. Sure. Two women were arrested. Like it already. For making <laughs> fake bomb threats <laughs> to the Campbell Soup Company. <laughs> oh. All right, so let it sink in. Hi. Two women in North Carolina were charged with making multiple false bomb threats against the Campbell Soup Company. Campbell Soup. Campbell's has a factory in Maxton, North Carolina. One of the women worked there. Campbell says the woman made threats while she was an employee, but she's since been terminated for something unrelated. What? Why didn't you terminate her for the bomb threat? <laughs> we terminated her for not washing her hands after she used the restroom. The other woman. That we had a rule against. Bomb threats, anybody. That's just freedom of speech. You got to be able to. You're not going to wash your hands after the bomb threat. Exactly. You're out. There was no bomb, uh, but a rep for Campbell said that each time a bomb threat was called into a factory, all the soup and soup cans had to be thrown out, resulting in a substantial cost to the company. Why did you have to throw out all the soup? Because they could have been soup bombs. It's wearing protective armor. (laughs) I think it's fine. Uh, Both women were charged with felony conspiracy and making a false report concerning a destructive device, you know, a fake bomb threat. So... Anybody got anything? I'd say that is mm-mm bad. They hate SpaghettiOs, apparently. I don't know what's going on. You know That's what? I, we're not on a hot streak with this one. I got to be honest. <laughs> I, need you to, I need you to chime in with some puns. I, mean, I, mean, I actually despise honestly, puns. I had so. way more with the key in the car. Uh, oh. <laughs> the bomb threat. Campbell doesn't make spaghetti. Okay, well. well that's Chef Boyardee, man. One, yeah. one, of the, one of the other ones. <laughs> One other canned. I, 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 I don't know. I, I don't stink eat. at puns. I don't know. She had to split and pee. What is what? The, what what's their there most famous she product? Had to split and pee. Chicken noodle. Uh, Chicken noodle. Vegetable beef. What's their hardy? Tomato what's bits. the hardy line though? They have the um, the Campbell's ch- chunky. 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 There you go. Yeah. Chicken soup for the. You know, <laughs> chicken soup for the. You know, there's a reason I haven't done. I haven't done troop improv in te- twenty years. <laughs> yes, and uh, yeah. Can yes, we get and? a suggestion from the audience not related to soup? <laughs> John Bonet no, Ramsey. That was always what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. and, and the comedians always get mad at me. Oh yeah, it's like give us an occupation. Proctologist. Yeah. Like, <laughs> every time. Every time. So we'd have to say, give us a non-medical profession, and they'd still go, proctologist. We said, non-medical. Right. <laughs> Wait, everybody yells that out at improv because they think it's so... Yeah, like you can make butt jokes and stuff like that. So they're like, you know. Uh-huh. So they just think it's going to be funny. 
And it is, but you get the same thing over and over again. It's not even improv anymore. <laughs> here's, a, here's a couple <laughs> things for you. Well, I think you've got this coming up at Entertainment News. Dennis Rodman not going to Russia to free Brittany Griner. Hmm. So he said he was, and nobody knew if it so was our Joe, number so he goes one to North Korea. nose-pierced diplomat yeah. Yeah. is not going to go save Britain. So he's not afraid to go to North Korea, though? No. No, it's well, he, the, the, the U.S. government strongly advised Mr. Rodman about go, against going to Russia because yeah. I guess Putin's not as big a basketball fan. Yeah, I, I, clearly. Do you know the Do you know the whole story how that friendship developed? Him and Kim Jong Un. Yeah, Un? yeah so Kim Jong Un was a kid, like a like a twelve yeah. year old when the Bulls were on their right. Their he first grew up, team. yeah. And he idolized Michael Jordan. Sure. Now, Kim Jong-un would have loved to have been best friends with Michael Jordan, but Michael Jordan wasn't having it, so he got Dennis Rodman. Me from 20 years in the future just yeah. walked behind you. Yeah. <laughs> so he got, you know, think about that. If Dennis Rodman had said no, Kim Jong-un would be best friends with Luke Longley, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> Uh, go out and see some comedy this week, guys. You got a lot of great options uh, with Greg Wilson, Cody O'Dell at the El Paso Comic Strip. Two shows on uh, Saturday. There's a show tonight. There's a Sunday show as well. Yes. Good seeing you, buddy. Good to see you, too. Right. And uh, Megan, welcome to the crew. Thank you. Welcome, Megan. So much fun with you guys today. So you did Troop Improv, too, though. Uh, you did I, Troop Improv? I watched so many. When oh, you watched? <laughs> I never did it. Like what, no, Groundlings? No, I would, I would go and watch, yeah. I had a lot of friends in theater, but I, I'm not, you know. I'm not really good at acting. Oh, okay. I, I thought you I, said you I'm a total well. uh, comedy club, you know. Well, so will you ho? maybe come to the show? Um, sh Yeah, I'll come. If you can, please do. How do I get tickets? You just show up and you tell them you work for Kaylee. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure they're, I'm pretty sure they're not, not going to let you in. I'm pretty sure. Ten people show up tonight. That's fine. Yeah, come on out. Good to see you guys. I'll be there. man. Thank you. I, I lurk back Bart by the door. Yeah, yeah. I sit back there like I'm. I, people think I am the door guy. Yeah, oh, yeah, I bet. I bet. You saw me? You're the door guy. Yeah, that's right. Uh, because I don't want to take a. You know, if yeah. it's just me and I'm going solo, totally. I don't want to take a table from somebody, yeah. especially oh. if it's going to be no, a sellout. Right. Also, he does this thing where when you see a friend come to a comedy show and if they've seen your set and they stand, sit right in the front, right, and he doesn't make any reaction. Yeah, well, just, I've seen your, I'd seen that material well, a hundred. At times. least play along. At least go. Ha, ha, ha. Oh, this is a personal. I can see what this is now. This is personal. <laughs> you know, Nico, maybe <laughs> or maybe laugh? you need to write some more material. Oh, no, shots I, fired. I, I, I want to say this, and I want it to be on the record. I did see Nico's set last week, and it's probably been a year yeah. or more. And Nico is really, like, everything, the stagecraft, the jokes, the delivery, everything is top-notch. There you go. He's hes all grown up. Ringing endorsement <laughs> from Buzz Adams. I would no longer be embarrassed to bring somebody to see you, Nico. <laughs> Although I will say about when Buzz comes to the show, because he gets up so early, you know, the show starts at like 7.38, which is about when he normally goes to bed. So you are not getting fresh Buzz. No, you no, are no. getting tail end Buzz. Uh, and so he sits there. I mean, he is enjoying the show, but you can tell he's ready to go to bed. He gets up. <laughs> he's just like, oh, no, great show. Great. Yeah. <laughs> All right. All right, we get Thank it. you, guys. Heart attack. <laughs> <laughs> we'll see you soon. We'll see you this week. Yeah, you, you might see Cody. Might see Cody. It's a real 50-50 at this point. No, I'm kidding. I love you, buddy. I love Cody to death. Take love a break. Me, we'll come back uh, and more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. These guys aren't good at much. They sure do. Make me look.
Greg Wilson, the El Paso comic strip this weekend. Just say you work at KLAQ, you'll get so, right in. No. <laughs> <laughs> he, he, probably, he shouldn't have said that. <laughs> Let me uh, give you the weekend schedule, uh, especially for football. So tonight, KLAQ, the official radio station of the Dallas Cowboys in El Paso, is going to be carrying the Cowboys game. But we're going to start with the kickoff. So the kickoff is going to be at 6 o'clock. We're not going to do the pregame. During the game, you can hear Loudwire Nights on the KLAQ mobile app. Who are the Cowboys playing? Uh, Seahawks, right? They're hosting the Seahawks They're hosting tonight. the Seahawks. That's Cowboys right. and Buccaneers open up regular season Sunday, September the 11th. Dallas Cowboys football on the queue brought to you by Miller Lite, Comfort Zone Heating and Cooling, Speaking Rock Entertainment Center, and then tomorrow, the Miners. Home, first home game is going to be on KLAQ. I think we're going to have a few games, like early in the season, minor games on the queue. Five. 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 games. Uh, well, let's go minors. Let's, Announcer let's John Teicher will uh, start with the pregame show at 6 o'clock. Kickoff is at 7. Uh, UTEP Miners football on the queue is brought to you by Specs, Wine, Spirits, and Food. Follow the Miners all season long, including the weekly coaches show on 600 ESPN El Paso, which brings us to Steve Kaplowitz, the host of Sports Talk and El Paso Sports Hall of Famer. Good morning, Cappy. Good morning. Good morning, Steve. How are y'all? How many tickets do you think are left for the minor game tomorrow? Well, as of the show, when we were on the air yesterday, we found out it was 2,100. Yeah. That was as of about 4 o'clock or 4.30, so 2,100. So there's a very good chance that by the end of today, there'll be less than 1,000. And, uh, you know, with our walk-up crowds like we normally have, I could totally see this game uh, being a sellout. Okay, so out on paper, how will it look in the stands? Though? Packed. You think it will be? Of course. It will look like a sellout. This is not going to be your fake sellout where they announce 45,000 <laughs> and there's like 30,000 in the uh, stands. This place is it's going to be a zoo tomorrow. It's going to be awesome. Well, one thing, I don't know how many giveaways there have been because when there are a lot of giveaways, people don't always use those. You would think, oh, I got free tickets, I'm going to use them. But it's the first game of the right. season. It's North right. Texas. There's hype around it. There's a lot of excitement. There's uh, there's This is different than your typical season opener uh, in El Paso. This one feels different. Well, how really do you think does. the Miners are going to compete against North Texas? Well, I think they're going to compete against North Texas. I think they're going to have a good chance. They, they should have beat them last year, all right? And, um, you know, last season was a road game, so so now they're home. They're going to have that crowd behind them. I think that's going to be a big advantage. You know, the team has always said that they feed off big crowds. Well, you're not going to get anything bigger than than tomorrow night. So there's a really good chance that the Miners need to come out strong. They, they can't come out tight. Um, they have to come out ready to play. And uh, if they go flying around, the crowd's going to go nuts. And I, I think they're going to have a shot to, to, to come out on top and win that first game. I think it's even now, the point spread, by the way. It was, it was North Texas minus one. For the oh, longest yeah. time, and I think, I'll double check this right now, but I believe even uh, is the latest that I saw. And you believe the Miners have a, have a good shot at winning this game? Absolutely. Okay. Absolutely. Now, um, let me see here. The latest line is, oh, sorry, I'm, I just saw OU minus 31. That was the next weekend game, so <laughs> let me... Uh, let me go back and, and see if I can go and, and find today, uh, tomorrow's game. Here we go. Nope, it's still I'm still seeing North Texas minus one. So uh, depending on where you go, it's either even or North Texas uh, by a point 
on this one. Let's talk a uh, little uh, University of South Carolina football. Well, let's just talk sports in general because the sure. University of South Carolina <laughs> are the Gamecocks. <laughs> And have yes. been uh, for a long time, right? Oh, it's, it's since I can re- recall, so yeah. for the longest time, the funny thing is that, that they're, they call themselves the Cox, mm-hmm. right? Only, I, I just realized their mascot is like a... It's a rooster. It's animal fighting. Mm-hmm. It's the rooster version of what Michael Vick got kicked out of the NFL for and sent to prison. Sure. Has anybody brought that up? Like, hey, no. maybe, maybe we need to switch from the whole cock motif. Not at all. Not a, there's a verb. There's a lot of proud people in South Carolina, and sure. it'd be like Oklahoma changing from Sooners to something else because they, somebody finds that that word is. Well, but we're not the penises. Uh, I, I, not yet. <laughs> uh, they have a live rooster as a mascot. I like that. By the Until way, that's recently, good stuff. the mascot was named Sir Big Spur. The school had an agreement with Sir Big Spur's original owners to use that name. Yes, that's true. But they true. don't own that rooster anymore. They decided not to let the con- the school continue to use it because of a disagreement they have with the What the hell? I guess they wanted You retired? Did they cook Big Sir Big Spur? I bet you what it is is when they when they got when they probably got rid of the live mascot, they felt that well, you should still pay us naming rights. And maybe the university said, "No, you don't own the rooster anymore. We don't have to owe you anything." Did they demote oh, the rooster? That's roo- probably what happened, yeah. Did the rooster die? I don't know if the rooster died they or up? That's a good question. Well, how first off, how long do roosters even live? Not long What's around the shelf me. Life? When I was on a farm, I don't know. Because, like, uh, uh, you know, Bevo lives a long time, the uh, mascot yeah, of the, the Texas Longhorns. Yeah. yeah. So like I would what, think, like, like 10 years? Bevo? Yeah. No, probably no, they were, You that. know, that's not the same Bevo. They replace Bevo every few years. Well, they replace Bevo when Bevo can't do it anymore. Yeah, yeah. So, I'm yeah. saying, what do you think the natural lifespan of a Longhorn cow is, cattle I, is? I don't know. What, uh, maybe 15? Maybe. I don't know. It's a good question. So how long can a rooster live? Do we know? Mm. That's a good question. <laughs> the point is they've got to change. They can't use the name Sir Big Spur anymore. And so they're having a vote. It's like five to eight years. That's what five to Google. eight on years Google, is how long yep. All right. a rooster lives. Fair so enough. They're when having- they're properly cared for, they can live up to 15 years. Well, you would think that Sir Big Spur has been treated like gold in this, uh, you know, in his Your natural royalty. lifespan is a natural lifespan. There you go. Um, so the Gamecocks are looking for a new name for their live rooster mascot. Uh, one newspaper picked 10 possible choices and put it to an online vote. And the runaway favorite with 79% of the vote is Cock Commander. That's right. <laughs> Cock Commander. That's great. <laughs> It's but you know what the problem with that one is, though? Yeah. It sounds like Cock Commander. Yeah, because like there's Cock Commander? Cock Commander. Yeah. yeah. That's why you have to you, enunciate. You do. Cock Commander. And I'm even saying it with a southern accent, so that's what it'll sound like. I thought that was a British Jackie accent. Jackson. No. I'll see it. I'll see Cock Commander. The closest competitor is Cluck Norris. Which is also pretty funny. That's pretty funny. I do like Cluck Cluck Norris. How does Cluck Norris only have 5% of the vote? Other choices include Marco Pollo, which I love that one. That's good too. Cockadoodle Dude. 
See, I think Cockadoodle Dude is pretty good, but you know it's long. Hey, the offensive line for South Carolina's football team—could you call those cock blockers? Why not? That would be accurate, right? Why not? That's that's one hundred percent correct. Did you beat me? No, I, she let it go. I hey. wasn't sure she let it go. Or Congratulations! Not. Well, that's a legitimate uh, football term yeah. based on the nickname. So yeah, that's right. Oh, I wonder if the offensive line, like the have offensive line, have T-shirts. I'm a cop. That would be that would be that would be pretty good. That would be pretty good. Captain Cluck and Kickin' Chicken are some of the other names that have received votes. What do you like? Cluck Norris. <laughs> um I don't I don't get why Cock Commander is so popular. I don't know. But they could have reversed it, and then they wouldn't have had the issue. You wouldn't have had to worry about pronouncing it so hard. It could have just been Commander Cock. Now, I've got a That's suggestion. So way better, I think. <laughs> some schools have a, ma- a guy, you know, a student dressed up as a mascot. Yeah, like, like NMSU. Yeah. Right? And, and the cowboy. Yeah, that's They've right. Got, and, and Pistol Pete. Pistol Pete, And we've yeah. got, we got Paydirt Pete. Mm-hmm. Um, but a lot of schools also have like a live animal mm-hmm. at LSU. I don't know if they still bring out that that tiger at LSU games or not. Or well, Georgia has the that was too, mm-hmm. The thing with the tiger, people were saying, "All right, this tiger is is a wild animal predator, and he's in a stadium with seventy thousand yeah. people. It's freaking him the hell out." So I don't know if they still do that. But I have a suggestion: if the miners ever wanted to have a live animal mascot. And even if they wanted to be like South Carolina and go the the avian route, right, so I've got a bird, okay, mm-hmm. a canary. You know why? Why? Because the canary in the coal mine they used to take back in the old days when they oh. couldn't. Ah, thank you, Joanna. Yeah. I can always count on Joanna to be paying attention. <laughs> so in the old days, when they would go down in the mines to detect. Uh, dangerous gases or lack of oxygen, they would take a canary down there in okay. a cage. If the canary fell over dead, he, the canary would die signal. before any of the miners would, and they would know we got to get out. So a canary ought to be the UTEP miners' animal mascot. I like it. Can we make it just that doesn't happen? No. You know why? You know why? <laughs> it just no. doesn't. We listen, could, it's not menacing enough. A canary. It's, no, it's not. And a rooster is? To well, another rooster, the canary maybe. could be like, "Oh, we're gonna kill these next players we're about to play." Like, the canary could be we're, like, "We're in, warning you." Remember, did you ever watch the Seinfeld Little Jerry? Was that a rooster? Yes. Did something happen at the Puerto Rico Day Parade? Was that the one with what? Little Jerry? Little the Jerry Puerto Rican Pride Day. Well, no, little Jerry just went and eventually met his match, but um, wait, a Little Jerry was, was like, cock? Un- was, was he a fighting was, cock? Yeah, it was undefeated. Little Jerry, you never watched that Seinfeld episode? Where uh, Kramer had Little Jerry? Yeah, I thought it had something to do with the Puerto Rican Day Parade episode. I don't know. I was in the Puerto Rican Day Parade in June in New York City. And let me tell you, you something. You were in it? Like yeah, like we were trying, No, we were trying to get to Yankee Stadium on a Sunday, which happened to also be the Puerto Rican Day Parade. And you could not move. It was the most packed, congested thing I've ever seen in my entire life. Yeah. The entire, um, you know, Midtown New York area was just jammed. And it was loud, loud music, dancing, lo- people blowing horns. The probably, Puerto Rican parade was, was unbelievable. Probably a lot of bicycles got stolen, I would imagine. Oh, you had to do that, didn't you? Anyway, Canary. 
And it doesn't have to be like a canary. Okay, you know, Tweety is a canary. Yeah, exactly. This canary could be like, do you, do you remember the one cartoon where Tweety be, goes to Dr. Jekyll and Mr. Hyde's laboratory and he becomes like the yes. guy? Oh, you remember that yeah, one? I do. Monster yeah. Tweety. That That's what, yeah, we get that kind she of She wants to be like a, like, like some kind of crazy looking canary. Like yeah. a, like a, like genetic, a dangerous like, canary. Like, like a genetically, um, there you go. You know, what do you call that? Enhanced canary. Yeah. All right. There you go. I bet you they didn't get the some. Fighting canaries? Whatever they've got in South Carolina, but it's not some puny little raggedy rooster. I bet they got like the biggest I, cock they could find. What's wrong with the miners? <laughs> I'm just saying. What's wrong with that, though? I mean, no, that's, you don't you get know. rid of pay dirt, Pete. You keep pay dirt, Pete. So, you're just, you're, the, so, so what you're saying is this: you're adding, you're adding, adding to it an animal. That's right to this uh, to this to this equation. Oh, we get a you know what you know what their animal an is. Animal. <laughs> you know what the animal is for pay dirt, Pete. He has an animal. Yeah. <gasps> what you know what it is? What. It, it, it's called a pickaxe. That's his animal. He holds the pickaxe, and that, got two that, hands. Last I checked. <laughs> 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 a canary in the other one. Do you want a pickaxe in one and a canary in the other? Also, I'd like it if, like his helmet, if that light would light up sometimes. They used to do that. Yeah, but, but they haven't done a, it in a long time. No, it's a, it's a distraction on the yeah, football right, field. Right. You cannot it have a light. Some of the players. Yes, you can't do that. Oh right. Yeah, he used right. to have. He used to have. There's been a bunch of different Pater Pete's, mm-hmm. and one of the original Pater Pete's, he had a hard hat and. You know the light would go, would light up on the hard hat, but they don't do that anymore. All right, Steve. What other sports? Uh, high school football do you tonight. Mention? Talk about that. Let's do that. Let's talk a little high school football. So games. Uh, you know they started last night, by the way. So congratulations to um, El Paso High. They beat Gadsden yesterday, twenty-seven twenty, and then America's lost to Midland Christian, twenty-four to sixteen in double overtime. We got a double overtime game. Double last overtime night. game yes. to start off the season. That's- oh, good sign. It is a good sign. That's right. It's going to be a good fun. season. So today we've got a couple of games. We've got, well, we've got more than a couple. We've got a bunch. Midlands playing Montwood at 4 o'clock. Uh, the game I'm really excited where's about. The, where's the Midland-Montwood uh, game? I believe that's at the sack. Okay. They always have doubleheaders at the sack on Fridays. They got play it. the 4 o'clock and then the 7.30. Uh, Eastwood's going to be playing at South Lake Carroll, the Dragons. The Dragons, is that's a cool nickname for a high school, don't you think? Yeah. <laughs> The dragons, yes, Steve. It's great. As long it's as it's not, one. as long as it's not the grand dragon, you're you're okay. So, um, and that's going to be a six o'clock game, uh, and that's uh, coming up. Oh, it's a road game for Eastwood. Um, Socorro's playing Lubbock. Lubbock is now the Westerners. The Lubbock Westerners. Lubbock what, High, what just lo- just straight up Lubbock High. Yes, Lubbock High. They're now the Westerners. Um, I, you know, Socorro Bulldogs. I have to check with Lubbock. Lubbock. It was never offensive. the. It was. It was. It was never the Westerners. Check Lubbock High's original yeah, nickname. I'm curious about that. Uh, also, Austin's uh, playing at Fort Stockton today. Coronado is a Chapin. That's a good one. Um, you've got Jefferson Horizon, Pebble Hills, Canyatia, Which, by the way, that could be like game of the year material in the first week of the season. Pebble Hills is going to be terrific. Canyatia is one of the best teams in the city. They're going to be meeting uh, here. Uh, on the yeah. west side of Canyoteo. Double and that OT is, is hard to beat, though. Mm. Uh, we've got Hanks and Bowie, Anthony Sanelli, Irvin Belair tonight, Isleta Riverside, um, El Dorado Parkland, which is another good game. Parkland is going to be good this year, too. Uh, Burgess and Del Valle. Franklin is playing Centennial. And then the late game at the sack will be um, Andrus and Eastlake, the Falcons of uh, Eastlake. So that's your full uh, docket of uh, high school football games here tonight. And we'll have the coverage. Uh, 600 ESPN will pass. So I don't know if we, we got a baseball about this. game tonight, right? We do. So here's what we're going to do. Okay. 
We're going to turn back the clock on Sports Talk. Do you remember what time the show used to start when I first three? began? Exactly. Yeah. So we're going to start at 3 today instead of 4. So oh. I'm going to go on at 3. Nice. Thank you. Uh, two hours of Sports Talk today, 3 to 5. Then at 5 o'clock, we're going to do a high school football pregame show for an hour. Okay, Adrian's going to host it with Paul McKinnon from 5 to 6. Then the Chihuahuas come on at 6. And then as soon as the Chihuahuas game ends, right back to high school football, probably pick up most of the games in the fourth quarter, and then we'll come back with that. So we're we're sandwiching uh, high school football with Chihuahuas tonight. Do you have... uh, reporters out on Everywhere. assignment at all these games. They're all over the place. Right. We got a full, uh, we got a full uh, crew tonight for uh, first week of high school football. So that's all coming up tonight. Six hundred ESPN will pass up. One thing to mention about high school football: we've got a lot of commitments already, or people uh, who are in, in the, doing their senior year uh, who've d- committed D one schools. Six, six. That's pretty good, if you ask me. Stanford. I mean, yes. some of these great programs. We've got all kinds of players that have uh, already committed to big time programs. A lot of talent. No, no big names have committed to UTEP though yet, right? So the deal is, is that uh, UTEP always grabs uh, some good El Paso players, yeah, yeah, yeah. but a lot of a lot of El Paso players are getting interest outside of the city. Sure, and it's hard to just stay home when you know you can go to a Power Five school. What when did you, you say? Get a, when you get a hometown I mean, guy who is a blue chipper. You know, like Aaron Jones turned out to be, that is just so rare. Oh, yeah. You get that. A hundred percent. I mean, look, you've got right now um, Tyrone McDuffie. He's an offensive lineman at Parkland. He's committed to um, Colorado. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, Demarion Crest Daniels is a wide receiver from Parkland uh, going to uh, Texas Tech. And that's a good school for him. Um, you also have, um, you know, a, a couple of other good ones. Malcolm Anderson, he's a wide receiver from Andrus, going to Army. L.J. Martin, originally committed to Texas Tech, flipped, and now he's going to Stanford. He's at Canyoteo, and he's going to Stanford. Um, and then you also have... Um, Jaden Wilson, who's a running back and a linebacker at Austin, he's going to go to New Mexico. So um, we've got good ones right now, and there's others that could be uh, committing. So uh, it's a good class, a lot of good football players in El Paso, and uh, you know we'll see what ends up happening. I'm going to make, uh, before we wrap up here, the last thing, I'm going to make a controversial statement. I don't care whose toes I step on. I'm just going to go ahead and come right out and say it. ESPN is showing too much cornhole on the weekends. There, I've said it. Too much cornhole. Well, that's uh, too bad. <laughs> first off, I enjoy playing cornhole at parties when you go out to yeah, a uh, gathering. It's kind of right. fun to grab sure. a bean bag and, and throw it in the hole. Yeah. And a yeah. beer and yeah. throw it. But Are we, cor- we going to have any cornhole tomorrow at the tailgate party we're going to be uh, holding before the UTEP game? Not my tailgate party. That's true. It's your brother's tailgate party. <laughs> well, I don't know what he's doing. But uh, do, you have a, do you have a cornhole, um, yeah, like I a portable cornhole? I up at uh, like Academy or something. Yeah. Those are expensive. Yeah, I know. Then, Bring it with you. Throw it in the back of the truck and we can play some cornhole <laughs> tomorrow. Cornhole. All right, that would there. be that would be uh, that would be a lot of fun and, and looking looking forward to that. Buzz. Thank you, Cappy. All right, you All got right. it. Thank Let's you. take a break. We'll come back with more of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. The local guys, the Morning Show. Thank you. It won't be long. We'll be to the weekend here before you know it. Uh, also. Uh, there should be com- some news coming down with it at, within the next 30 minutes about uh, the redacted version of that search warrant for Mar-a-Lago that's supposed to be happening. Before uh, the, the end of the show. Before the end of the show. It's supposed to happen. 
Lisa Sanchez joins us because what is up? Joanna needs her input on a on a <laughs> entertainment story. I think That's I just got breaking news at the El Paso courthouse. Uh, protesters are on the second floor of uh, the building, right in front of District Attorney Yvonne Rosales's office, protesting. All right, somebody sent us photos. I guess I can see at least one placard there. You're saying that this shows people protesting outside the district attorney's And apparently office. they are asking or yelling, get out. Okay. Uh, let's, <laughs> let's get into our entertainment news. First of all, mm-hmm. Joanna, before we get started with the stories you have planned, why don't you tell everybody what our movie club movie is this weekend and where people can stream it because we're going to be mm-hmm. uh, Facebook-living it on Monday. Oh. The movie for this week is American Psycho. Ah. And it is for free to stream on HBO Max. Well, if you've got HBO Max. If you've got HBO I do. Max, which, <laughs> which I I see all the three of you are all sharing one account. I just found that out seconds ago. You just found out? Mm-hmm. Well, what Buzz doesn't realize is he asked me to set up his HBO Max account. So uh-huh. he so, set himself so up. So I set myself my... up. And then Lisa asked me to, to get access for something. So I was like, why not? It's a family. <laughs> <laughs> so Lisa is now going to be fiddling with my setting. I have been for like, I've been on it for six months. Let, let's, you have let's to see. switch the subtitles from Spanish to English <laughs> and back and forth. Let's be clear. She's fiddling with our settings. <laughs> no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I didn't know it was you, and then all of a sudden I'm like, oh my gosh, I forgot your name is Michael. Who's yeah. Michael? I thought that was your dad this whole time. Joanna, why did you pick American Psycho? I, I think it's a great. For, I think it's a great pick. I was looking for a horror movie and something that we all had to be able to stream together, since Godfather was apparently hard for some for, to stream because it was on Paramount. Yeah, I had to buy it again. I had to buy it. But again. Lisa, he yes. bought it to stream, even though he has like five copies of The Godfather on. VHS, VHS, DVD, DVD. You know, I did catch Blu-ray. that. Blu-ray. I did catch that the other day. But here's the question: Do you have a Blu-ray or DVD player? Yeah, uh, there's, there's the issue because so I thought were, about that the other day. Did, you, did Joanna tell you oh, that she loved he, freaking Godfather? Love Godfather. I loved that movie. Was it the Joanna has the an one? impression now that she does? Is that the one with the toll booth scene? Yep. <laughs> okay. <laughs> That's Kelly the good, my boy. <laughs> Lisa, you have That's to solid. watch it. I've no, I've seen. That's how I know the toll booth scene. Mm. I've seen like parts of it, just not as a whole movie. That's then it doesn't count. It was on so, TNT so many times. And so then, like, I've caught bits and pieces. You think you've seen it all, but in bits and pieces. Yeah, there's that one dude. He's Italian, and, then, <laughs> <laughs> and they like go to like Sicily or something. Well, the good thing about movie <laughs> club horse. is we're gonna. One, <laughs> doesn't Al Pacino say? <laughs> yeah, that's right. They they do Boom. go to Italy. Boom. I try to get out, and they bring me back in. That's three. Okay. They you go to the skip, mattresses. You can skip they go three. To the and you know, and they go somebody to brought that up, and I saw that line. I think Clemenza says that. He line, does, yeah. But I don't. I didn't know that that was a line that people quoted. Of all the quotes that I people from Godfather, and you've got mail, man. It's a big one. <laughs> so, <laughs> with our Solid movie, movie trick right if, there. Totally. With our movie club, if you want to watch, uh, you and you've got American, HBO Max, American Psycho. Psycho. I haven't seen it ever. Always heard about it. Oh, never. Yep. I've oh, never seen it either. Joanna. Are you going to watch it? Oh, yeah. Nico, uh, yeah. Lisa, definitely. Nico didn't even watch. Because the I've seen The Godfather before. I've read the book. So he was out of the club no, you on haven't. Monday. Ooh, he read yeah. the book. Yeah. No, no. I quizzed him. He hasn't seen. 
Oh, yeah. He hasn't seen the movie. Uh, uh, maybe well, he's I read seen the book. it, but he doesn't remember. See, I haven't seen it, but I could still give you a lot of different quotes yeah, well, from it. Buzz scenes. and I quote it together. Yes. Okay. All the and time. I, I am not a part of their quotes. Okay. Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. <laughs> <laughs> Never ask me about my business <laughs> or your settings. <laughs> Let's get to our entertainment headlines with Joanna uh-huh. Barber. Good morning, Joanna. Oh, good morning. Well, even though the future of various projects on deck at HBO Max are a bit uncertain, one thing is clear the holiday season is still scheduled to go on as normal. The streamer is determined to spread some holiday cheer to audiences, and it will release four new holiday movies, including the long-awaited A Christmas Story sequel. A Christmas Story Christmas will bring back some of the original cast from the original movie for an all-grown-up version Who? that centers on Ralphie as he deals with Christmas as a father. Oh, oh, Christmas Story. For, I saw that headline, and for some reason, my in my mind, I was thinking... Home Alone for some reason. No, a Christmas Story would be great. <laughs> Christmas Story. Yeah, Peter Billingsley will once yeah, again sure. stars Ralphie alongside Aaron Hayes, Juliana Lane, R.D. Rob, Scott Schwartz, Zach Ward, and Julie Haggerty. The sequel will debut on HBO Max on November 17th, which will be the new official Christmas kickoff date. No more waiting until Thanksgiving. Which which was the kid that got his tongue stuck to the pole? Schwartz. Schwartz. Oh, is he going to be back? Or is his, yes. You know, his I tongue think is gone. he's R.D. Rob. And then the other guy that was his friend was Scott Schwartz. Oh, yay. That's like his real name, and it was confusing for a while. Yeah, it was, right. <laughs> no, wait, wait, wait. Flick got his tongue stuck Flick. on the pole. Flick was played by a guy named Scotty Schwartz, Schwartz but there was a different character named Schwartz. <laughs> but Flick, <laughs> Flick is the one who gets How his... confusing and, Yeah, right. <laughs> Negan is joining the boys. Jeffrey Dean Morgan, who plays The Walking Dead's most iconic villain, has signed on to the Amazon Prime Video superhero drama's fourth season. Morgan will reunite with Supernatural creator Eric Kripke for the fourth season, which just began filming this week. His character remains under wraps, but rumors of a guest appearance have been swirling for some time now, as Morgan has been an outspoken fan of the show. Earlier this year, Kripke admitted that Morgan was in talks to join the series for the upcoming season. Morgan played patriarch John Winchester on Kripke's Supernatural. So the casting move marks the latest Supernatural actor to join the show with star Jensen Ackles having boarded season three as Soldier Boy. Right. I, yeah. got one, I got one for you. Okay. Go on. Uh, other than Walking Dead, which was a comic book, name two oh. superhero movies based on comic books that Jeffrey Dean Morgan has already been in. Batman. Oh. Yep. <laughs> yeah, Batman. It was like Justice League or something. Batman versus Superman. No. Sin City. Yeah, it was Batman versus... That was versus... Sin City. It was not Sin City. Wasn't oh, he no. in Sin City? Oh, Watchmen. Watchmen. Oh. He was the comedian. Oh, I thought you were going to say just name two things that Jeffrey Dean Morgan also has been in. I was like, Grey's Anatomy. No, <laughs> just me. Jeffrey All right. Dean Morgan was in Grey's Anatomy. Yes. Yeah, he, he was, was Catherine Heigl's husband wasn't eventually. Wasn't he a ghost? Well, something with the Well, he D. died. Yeah. And then... But wasn't he a ghost? He died, and then she had like imagined an him. him. She was she was so in love with him that she kept seeing him, and as a ghost, as a ghost. Yeah, yeah he was What's a ghost. That? Yes, she banged him. The more you know, what? <laughs> she, like, Even though he when was he was dead. No, well, when the, he the was, ghost image. when he was in the patient or when the he was ghost? a patient. Oh, and as a patient, yeah, yeah, when he was a patient in the hospital. 
Whoa, man, what? you're telling me this is Grey's Anatomy? This is season yeah. one. This, this is, is season one of Grey's Anatomy. And he's like some rich dude. And then when he died, he gave her all his money. And she didn't even know he was rich the whole time. And then, like, she Wait, buys... this show t- sounds what? terrible. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, just hearing you describe it, this sounds ridiculous. Well, I mean, they're on, they're like, on their 22nd season. I was about to say 29th or <laughs> yeah, something. But, yeah, it's ridiculous. Yeah, but Ellen Pompeo wants out. So right. how much, how good could it really I feel like be? they're holding her hostage now. <laughs> like, it seems too. like it because yeah. she, she never seems to talk that like w- good about it. You know, she always kind of has like a little passive aggressiveness about. Yeah, she is stuff, Grey's you know? Anatomy. She's, she's married. Is. Great. Yeah, she is. She tells fans, "Stop watching it." <laughs> no, I know. I just so remember weird. her as the the hot girl from old school. <laughs> the one remember? Oh, she yeah. Is. She's the love interest. Ellen Pompeo is. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Buzz is learning so much today. Go on. Fans of the Adams family have come to the defense of Luis Guzman's casting as Gomez Adams in Wednesday, the upcoming Netflix series. Fans are highlighting how accurately the star reflects cartoonist Charles Adams' original designs following initial backlash from some corners of the franchise's fan base, which compared the actor unfavorably to previous Gomez actors John Aston and Raul Julia. Many well, yeah, he doesn't look like anybody other than Luis Guzman. He's, he's <laughs> unique. Yeah. Well, but I in, mean, he's amazing. In all the other film adaptations, though, Gomez was like suave. And Guess like, what? Luis Guzman is a good actor. I bet actor. you, if he needs to pretend to be suave, Luis Guzman is capable mm-hmm. of pulling off suave. No, he doesn't look suave. Like his face is not suave. His well, body yeah, is not so, suave. There's a lot of people out there that don't have the looks, but they are suave. They have the personality and charisma. Yeah, have yeah, just I seen bet. other Luis Guzman movies? He always has like oh, a absolutely. hot girl. Yeah. With him. Yeah, well, many of the tweets pointed out that he was first envisioned as short, squat, and not conventionally right. good looking. Yeah, that's right. Look at the cartoons. Mm-hmm. Yeah, for exactly from the cartoons. So some of the tweets read, and this one is probably my favorite. It has come to my attention that some racist people are big mad that Hollywood has once again gone woke by introducing a Latino actor to the Adams Family series to play Gomez Adams. Well, wait, wait a second. Gomez was ever was anybody complaining <laughs> that a Latino was playing it, or just it that he didn't look? That he didn't look. That it was a Latino, and his name is Gomez, Gomez Adams. And they always and then dance. Jenny or Jenna Ortega. Jenna Ortega plays Wednesday. She's and, great, though. And every time that they would dance on the old show, they would do the uh, the tango. <laughs> so that seems kind of Latino to me. <laughs> <laughs> I just all I ever remember of that is my mom. Apparently, the is it Jenny or Jenna Ortega? Jenna. Apparently, my mom worked with her mom, so she's known her since she was little. So every time she sees her on the TV, she's like, that's little Jenny. And I'm like, I, she probably has no idea who you are, Mom. <laughs> you don't remember you. Well, look, i a big Luis Guzman fan here. Yeah. I'm totally willing to go to the mat for Luis Guzman. And just because it. of this, now I'm going to, I'm definitely watching Adam's Family before I watch Munsters. Dang. Well, Wednesday is set to premiere on Netflix sometime later this year. And finally... Uh, why is this not playing? Oh, <laughs> Good job. <laughs> My Chemical Romance finally kicked off their reunion tour on Saturday night at Paycom Center in Oklahoma City after nearly three years of COVID-related postponements. From, from the sounds of it, the show was well worth the wait with singer Gerard Way rocking Heath Ledger-style Joker face paint. Mm-hmm. They played a lot of their hits. However, 
According to many a TikTok, they have informed me that MCR failed to play one of their big time hits, Helena, and now my special correspondent is here to tell us <laughs> about that show because she was there at that show. I was. I felt old. Let's start with that. <laughs> you didn't. You didn't stage dive. You didn't mosh. You did crowd surf. No, I was sitting in my nice little seat. No, so when we pulled up, because this show was in Oklahoma, so I went to Oklahoma City, which how wow. far? How far of a drive? Uh, we drove. No, we flew. I'm oh, yeah. Okay, cool. Yeah. Well, what, what are you saying about Oklahoma City? I'm like, <laughs> Buzz is like, what are you saying about Wait, driving? How, who did you get to watch your dog? Um, not Joanna. <laughs> Joanna, now that we've kind of teed it up, should we take a break and come back and talk about the My Chemical Romance show? I'm so excited. Yes, we should. Joanna, let's discuss how this bitch (laughs) (laughs) trying to get me to watch her talk. I love that you initiated the break. Okay, let's take a break. Uh, Apparently, apparently, it sounds like Sanchez has something she wants to say about the city of Oklahoma City. So I want to hear what that is. Everything By says the way, Sooners that's on my, it. It's not like it's gold Sooners. Oh, yeah. Well, look at what time of year. Look what look at what time of year it is. Of course it's going to be. What time of year is it? It's football. Oh, the oh miners, is it? Yeah, tomorrow the Miners have their first home game. Oh. You want to go? There's a concert, so I'll be at the Papa Roach show. Oh, is that is oh, that tomorrow? Tomorrow's that show. Yeah. They're and yeah, This is my last resort. And that song that you and Joanna like. Canceling, canceling, canceling. That one. I want to go to that. <laughs> but I've committed to the minor game. Buzz is going to be like, can you sing the canceling song? Yeah, just canceling, canceling. The only reason right. I came. Let's take a break. We're going to find out uh, whether or not My Chemical Romance played Helena in Oklahoma City. We're going to find out what else. Uh, Lisa has against Oklahoma City. <laughs> By the way, not, that's not my city. I know. I Tulsa said, is my city. I told someone, I'm like, I know somebody from Oak Mulgee, and she's like, oh, yeah, I've been there. That was yeah. my Uber driver. I was like, oh. <laughs> they, got, they got an Uber, like an actual car? Is it a tractor? Or what are they? What no, it was a real outfit? car, but she, she also is a drag queen, and oh, she had nice. these huge boots in the back and all these wigs, because oh, I went to put my suitcase back there. And I was like, I'm sorry, I had to move the weave to the <laughs> Let's take a break. We'll come back with our final segment of the Buzz Adams Morning Show right after this. Hi, it's Veronica Gonzalez. And after the Buzz... All right, a reminder, we got Cowboys football kickoff starts at 6 o'clock. We're going to start our broadcast with kickoff. And it's the final preseason game for the Dallas Cowboys. You can hear it exclusively on 95.5 KLAQ. And then tomorrow, because of a schedule conflict with Chihuahua's baseball, KLAQ is going to have the minor game for you. So a uh, big football weekend ahead, and high school uh, high school football's already underway. Cappy came in earlier and told us about that. Okay, so uh, Lisa went to see My Chemical Romance. Uh, were you able to find a dog sitter? I was. My friends, yeah, I I found a dog sitter. It was because it was it was twenty four hours. I was like, right. so I was. She can stay at home, and so my friend just said, "Oh, yeah, you were, it was a twenty four hour trip." Yeah, I flew out. The dogs would have been fine. What do you got? One dog? I got one. Lucy. Can't you just leave the she has the one? Leave the dog. Have you met Lucy? Just leave <laughs> leave the dog. Does you have a little doggy door? Yeah, but she's a demon. Yeah, just leave the dog. <laughs> you have you have met a little her. backyard? Joanna has Lisa met her. Calls me and she's all like, "Could you stay and watch my dog?" And I'm like, "Wait a minute." <laughs> 
You want me, first of all, you're going to go see My Chemical Romance, mm-hmm. and then you want me to stay at your house and watch your dog? Hey, hey, hey. I thought it was a good deal. You get you get a whole house to yourself. Nobody <laughs> interrupts you. You can watch whatever you want on the TV. I got all the streaming th- services, thanks to like eight of my friends who you know, support me <laughs> and my lifestyle. <laughs> One of my friends even said that. He's all, what do you pay? <laughs> I was like, uh, Disney Plus. That's about it. So I, I thought it was a good deal, but apparently it wasn't. Is it just me or does Chemical Romance, my Chemical Romance feel like like they were young when we were in high school, right? Yeah, they were. Yeah. They were in their they early twenties. Young when when I was in high school, like <laughs> they were like diapers. Babies. I don't think they were born. <laughs> but like, they're older now, right? Yeah, we're what's older. That, what's that show like? <laughs> so, I felt old at this show because of TikTok and all these younger kids now. The crowd itself was very young. Yeah, very. I would have figured it would have been a bunch of. 30-somethings with kids. Oh, there was some 30... Yeah. yeah, there were some 30-somethings there, but there were a lot of young kids there, too. And our hotel was right across the street from the venue, so we could see... We pulled up probably about 5... Or no, probably about 3 o'clock in the afternoon, and there was already a line of people waiting to get in. And it was all these young kids dressed up in all black with their fishnets on and their little black skirts, guys and girls. And it was... Yeah, it was... A it was interesting. I just thought, oh my gosh. Lots I, of eyeliner. This yeah. song reminds me of putting on eyeliner. Yeah. <laughs> They're all sweaty, dripping in sweat already because <laughs> I didn't realize how hot it is in Oklahoma. And yeah, it was muggy and sweaty. Um, but you know what? I will give this venue this. They were so efficient with getting people in. Awesome. Like, I got scared thinking, oh my gosh, the line's going to take forever. No, there was no line at all when we went. So the people in Oklahoma City know what they're doing. Yeah, the Paycom Center apparently do. Um, but yeah, so we went in for the show. Um, the lines for merch were really fast, too. Um, I went mostly for Cody and Cambria because I love, love, love that band. And they were absolutely fantastic. Did mostly all of their new songs off their new album that just came out. And they were phenomenal. And then, yeah, My Chemical Romance came out on stage. It kind of reminded me a little bit of, like, you know when Sting wrestles and he oh, has God. all the face paint on? Mm-hmm. But then he's wrestling. So it, it starts, starts melting. melting on. <laughs> that was Gerard. <laughs> By the end of the concert, it looked like a really like jacked up Joker, like <laughs> Joaquin Phoenix style. <laughs> but did they play Helena? They did not. Huh. So the whole concert, they did their new song. They did a lot of different, and he did a lot of talking where he was, you could tell he was kind of explaining his thought process a lot while he was performing because this is the thing that I noticed the most, and not even just me, my friend Glim that I went with, he was saying, he's like, his voice is hurting. He's like, are you, do you hear it? And I was like, I knew something was off, but I couldn't figure out. So he actually met with, um, you remember Melissa? We interviewed her once, the Zen of Screaming. Oh, the Screaming Lady. Mm, yeah. So he's been taking classes Gerard with her. Gerard Way, yes. Yes. And so he's been taking classes with her, and she's been trying to teach him a new way of singing because it's hurting his vocal cords. So he's actually singing a couple octaves lower and he's mixing up, um, like adding more vibrato into his voice. So they, it sounds different, but he's also singing more nasally. So you can hear in the songs, he's singing more like this. 
So it's it's got more of a nasally sound to it. It's like breath tones. Yes. It's easier to sing that way. Exactly. But and he even said on stage, like he's all it's it's really difficult because I'm trying to find the perfect way because I need to sing like this to save my voice, but our songs, the way that they are, need to be sung like this. He's like, So I'm still trying to figure it out. So and he was, he, he explained all that yes, to the crowd. On stage mm. he was explain and that's where I was thinking his voice must really be hurting if he's actually having to tell people like hey this is what's happening this is what's going on and so but yeah you can tell in different songs that he's singing them differently he's not yelling as much as he used to he's having to go octaves lower um but i mean overall the show was great you could tell the band's just really happy to be out on stage again together they're just real excited um but yeah so they did their whole performance and they came out for their encore they did i'm not okay and then I'm tired because I'm old. So I told my friend, I'm like, let's go. I was like, let's go. I'm exhausted. I want to get out of here before it's a, like a rush of people yeah. at the doors. And as I'm leaving, this guy's standing in the stands, right? And he starts yelling at all, all the people who are leaving, myself included, like, what are you guys doing? There's always a second encore. Haven't you seen Metallica? And I'm thinking, they haven't toured in 10 Not years. Not for a while. Yeah, wait, wait, wait. Like, but if you, you need left, they could have done Helena as their second encore. Joe, Anna. Yes. All over TikTok, they're saying they didn't. They did not. But you weren't there to I've find checked. out in person. I uh, stayed till the end of I'm Not Okay when they were saying, like, encore, one more song. I walked out the doors. That was probably what they did. They no, didn't. they did not. What they do? Foundations of Decay? No, that's the song they opened oh, okay. with. Okay. But, <laughs> but there was one song. He's like, wait for it. Wait for it. Um, no, I know I, more. I was Welcome thinking about Black Parade. Possibly like this band. Famous <laughs> last words. Great song. Yep. My favorite. They do. Na, 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 na. Yeah, oh, no, no, yeah. No, no, no. I oh, think yeah. that's the name of it. Is that's no, the name no, no, of the song. No, 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 no. no, we stayed at the hotel across the street. So after the concert, people came over there and they told us the same thing. They're oh, like, they yeah. Play Elena. Because everyone was waiting, but it never happened. But it was a good show all around, and I'll see him again in October. We got 30 seconds. I want to hear what Lisa thinks of Game of House of Drag. House of Dragon has just been renewed for season two. Well, sounded like you said House of Gay. Different show. House, House of, of Gay. Um, I like it. I think it looks really good so far. I wish that guy had eyebrows. That's the only like real issue I have with him as Which a person. Which guy doesn't have eyebrows? Matt Smith. Matt Smith doesn't have eyebrows? Well, he play- no. Not this- well, I mean, he just has so a really prominent so forehead. Yeah, yeah but they're it. so blonde. Did you see Last Night in Soho? Also had no eyebrows. Oh, like, I watched that one. It's so good, right? It is good. Is it? Oh, it's yes. so good. I don't even like those kind of movies, and it was good. But, yeah, no. I'll he watch just, it. He needs eyebrows really bad. But other than that, great. How about the the king match his beard to his hair color? If the whole point is... We got to talk about these wigs one of these days when yeah. we have more time. I don't think their wig game is 100% on <laughs> no. House of Dragons. Lord of the Rings was way better with yeah. their ice blonde wig game. Yeah, they no, were. Agree. The wigs were better, and I don't think the dragons are quite as good as they were in Game of Thrones. Ooh. They're pretty good, but they're not quite as good. You didn't even finish good. the whole thing. You said you watched 20 minutes. No, I finished it. Oh. I went back and finished it. Oh, I, got, nice. I got 15 minutes left. All right. Uh, have a great weekend, everybody. Anybody got a last-minute uh, shout-out you want to do? Anything? I'm going to be oh. at the minor game tomorrow. Say hi. Oh, open mic tomorrow. Blazing Tree Brewery. Anybody want to get their comedy on? I will be there at 9 o'clock. Do not forget, Speaking Rock has Papa Roach on Saturday, and then Lobra has The Who. H-U. H-U, The Who. When's yeah. that going to be? Sunday night. Okay. Have a great weekend, everybody. Stay safe. We'll talk to you Monday. Bye-bye. That's the show for today. The Buzz 